This is, and we're back, and we're back, and we're uh, back, and we're back. Can everybody hear me? Can you hear me? Holla if you hear me. All right. Uh, this is uh, episode fifty-one of Three Dudes and Cold Brews podcast. Not to be confused with Area Fifty-One, which is a big topic in the social media world this, these days. Let's storm this to. episode. People might storm this apartment. Who knows? Depending on who's tracking what we're doing and listening to what we're saying and how Better we're doing. Our blow thing. some smoke in your face. Blow some smoke and Gary will blow, rip a fucking fart in your face. Whoa, I'm not the only one ripping the ass today. No, it's not. That, listen, listen. Domino's might be half price pizza, but it's full price shits that are coming out. Because these motherfuckers hurt right now. So what do you fucking... Where, where do we put the blame on Steve's bubble farts? I'm not quite sure. We'll figure that out in a little bit. Um, but first, let's get through the introductions. I am Eddie Vegas. And I'm Steve, a.k.a. Fork Tongue. Dobbs in the house. And I'm Gary. Ray, I'll be honest. That was a little lackluster of you. I don't give a fuck. Compared to what you've been coming up with lately. Lately, he's, you've been coming up with some sweet... He's sweet too busy stuff. on his phone right now. Yeah, it's weird. He's like, I only have my phone open because I have a list of things that I would like to discuss. He's on Craigslist looking for some puss. They mm-hmm. don't do that anymore, right? Or do they? Can you still do that? No, that's Backpage. Backpage.com. Where you, that was the, uh, you could find prostitutes on that one. He's on Grinder. Mm, yes, Grinder. Grind this, Gary. Grinder, where you find all the meats. Well, if you are on Grinder and asking me to grind this would make total sense. It does. Why? Because you're on Grinder? No, because, because I said you're that you're on Grinder. And then, oh, and you're playing videos on your fucking phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Fuck? I Wait. thought that was something Steve did. <laughs> no, I fucked it up. Will you just, will you stop it already? Well, or? I can turn the volume down. Wow. Shut your Pink Floydy fucking garbage music off. I'll fucking shit on you. <laughs> well, then we went from grinding to something completely different. <sighs> Some people are into scat play. Let's just be real. You know? Are you into scat play, Ray? Sure am. Yeah, yeah. Scat play Ray. There you go. <laughs> Yo, the scat man. That's the intro of the fucking. Yep. In- they right there. Scat man. Yeah, that's scat it. play Ray. What are you trying? Are you? Oh, you trying to put something on the TV? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. It is nice having something on in the background. We haven't yeah. done that in a while. Just to have something going on. I wouldn't mind some more of that fucking cheesy, like, southern wrestling. That was like, oh, remember how fucking pissed Ray would get? Because every week he'd be wrestling, and then he's like, we're going to watch Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this is the second episode with the new um, microphone rig and setup, and last week's episode went over really, 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 really well. Um, so welcome to the new world uh, and the new era of... Three Dudes and Cold Bruce podcast, as far as sound quality goes, we, we're already starting to incorporate a few new things. Today, pre-show, we recorded um, the first installment of what we're, I don't know what we're going to call it or what we're going to do with it really yet, but because I do some local wrestling and we all, you know, three of us have been in wrestling and one of us knows a little bit about it and knows how to be funny, um, we have, uh, we're going to start doing like a local wrestling like review, but it's, you know, both 
like good praise if something's done well and or roasting more probably roasting than anything else like i'll probably find a couple matches that i know for a fact you guys are going to be able to have a field day with and then you know we'll also i'll try to give you guys some good matches to watch too because there is a lot of really good wrestling going on in the local scene not even we're talking like the beyond level yeah we're talking below that like the stuff that you really do see in a bar or like where i come from so um we'll go we'll the first one that we did was one of my own matches. That way everybody can understand that, like, you know, we're doing this in harmless fun. We're not doing this out of to try to fucking make, you know, anybody butt hurt. Which, you know, we're not trying to put anybody down. Yeah. But we're just trying to have some fun with it. And I have, uh, I stayed out of it as, for the most part. Little little commentary notes here and there from the background. But it's it, we filmed uh, the other three gentlemen here um, watching one of my matches. And we recorded it uh, vocally, too. So we have both, you know. Um, yeah, well. We'll have to figure out the technology so we can kind of implement those two things together instead of doing them separately and actually make it, you know, decent as far as yeah. sound quality goes instead yeah. of the phone mic. But we'll figure it out eventually. And if you finger a girl's butthole on camera, I will call you out. <laughs> Ray, what would you think of it? I mean, you haven't watched wrestling in a long time. Granted, it's my bullshit yeah. wrestling, but it was horrible. Yeah, I, I mean, understand it. it. <laughs> Sounds about right. I figured you. I figured you would have a field day with that one. Um. Yeah, so we have you know nothing crazy to go over. I think this one's gonna be. We've been doing a pretty good job with winging it and or coming up with a few topics. I have a few topics to kind of bring up, and then if we have anything else to talk about while we're going, why the fuck are we watching Toxic Avenger Part Two? Doesn't matter. You're not gonna be listening to it, so it's just something to look at. It's true. There's a lot to look at when you're watching those things. Exactly. Speaking of movies, I watched a couple movies this week. I don't know about anybody else, but I figured I'd talk about those. I uh, rewatched The Crush this week from like the what 1993 great movie Alicia Silverstone yes and Carrie you how do you say his last name I don't know L L L U S or L L L's or something it's E L E W E S or something yeah E L W E S you could either say you watched The Crush with Alicia Silverstone and Robin Hood Men in Tights guy or or the Princess Bride or the Mayor of Hawkins. Yeah, or he was in Stranger Things. Yep. Or what else was he on? He was also on something else like that. Fuck. Oh, Saw. He was also yep. in the very first Saw. And he was in the last Saw, and he was terrible. Yeah, not very good. Um, but Carrie Ulls. Um, that movie's fucking awesome. It holds up really, really, really well. And seeing it now, like I don't know, it's been like twenty years since I've seen it. Fucking. When you you know when you rewatch things and like your adult brain catches certain things, it's it's pretty interesting because that that movie kind of holds up still to this day as far as what's happened, yep, and what's happening. It's a lot of like the you know like when he gets busted or whatever, and she like beats herself up and fucking pretends like he beat her up and you know it's the she that, was at her she was definitely at her peak hotness. That was one of my points also. She's gross. She's not attractive. What? Never found in that, that movie. She what was, about what about all right in that movie? But what about the Aerosmith videos? What about the Aerosmith videos? Me and I had this conversation yesterday. I've never found her. I Dude, have a weird Steve, problem. What's your take on this? She's like next door girl hot. She's not like Hollywood celebrity superstar if model you hot. Put a yeah. bag over her face, then yes, she's got an attractive body. Her fucking face is horrible. That's what I mean with her face. Like it's, it's like next door girl. But next like door, I, I have the same issue with. So I have like you know like my issue with feet, for instance. If you got ugly feet, you're out, right? So, if you have side mouth or weird mouth movements... Or that's cleft a, lip. No, cleft uh, lip. She doesn't have a cleft lip. She's got, that, she's got fucking... 
Uh, yeah, she has a mouth like thing. weird like mouth movements or something. Like uh, Drew Barrymore has the same fucking side mouth problem, which I, she drives me fucking insane. Oh my god, I too. fucking love Drew Barrymore. I like Drew Barrymore as an actress, but she's I don't find her attractive even in the slightest either. I watched Scream the other day, actually last weekend, and she like I forgot not that I forgot that she was in it, but you kind of forget. I don't know if you guys have seen that in a long time. That movie's weird to watch now because it's still it's still a good movie, but now when you watch it as again as an adult, you realize how old those fucking people looked, and to be in high school was so fucking silly. Like yeah. they didn't even try to find high school kids; they were yeah, clearly really. all in their fucking upper twenties. I used to love nine hundred two one zero, and fucking Dylan. McKay was like 32 years old and he was playing a fucking 17 Yeah, I said I never watched that. I have no idea. But I mean, I know you. it's a similar thing. You know, when you watch any of that stuff, they, they're they trying to pass off high school kids. They're doing a better job with that kind of stuff nowadays. Like, imagine if fucking, if Stranger Things was filmed with like 22-year-olds instead of actual kids. Well, the problem them. usually with that is it's hard to find good kid actors. So you, you get someone who's a little bit older. Yeah. But those kids are pretty pretty damn good for their Those age. kids are fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, the, uh, what the hell was I going to say? My phone just went off. Um, those kids are all really, I mean, nowadays it's also easier to find anything now. Like think about like good musicians 20 years ago were, you know, so fucking far and few to find a decent one. Yeah. Now they have eight year old girls picking up guitars, playing fucking stuff as good as Dimebag Daryl was because that's just how the world works now. Like, yeah, it's a way more interesting fucking world as far as like being able to find true talent with people and things like that. But as far as, um, the movie goes. Scream actually holds up. I still like that movie. It's a fun fucking ride of a movie. I don't really remember all the other ones. I remember the second one not being as good and being kind of cheesy, but as far as The Crush goes, that movie was fucking... It, it really does hold up. And I forgot that Red Foreman was in it, so like you see him and you're like... Oh, yeah. he's uh, He plays her dad, which is kind of fucking wild, and then uh, whoever fucking carried the photographer lady in this, she's actually pretty hot. I thought she was rather attractive. But... As far as also rewatching something, I rewatched the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. You know the one from 2010. With Ew! Wow. Yeah. Yuck. Mm. I remember seeing that movie in the theater when it came out, and I watched it in a theater all by myself. It was like the middle of the day in, in summertime, so I was legitimately the only person in the whole theater. And seeing a horror movie, no matter what it is, all by yourself in a fucking theater, is eerie. So it kind of, I think that's where I had some attachment to it. I remember, like, kind of defending it for a while, being like, oh, it's not that bad, you know? Dude, I watched that shit, was it yesterday or the day before? That movie fucking sucks. It's not good. I, I have never gotten through, like, the first 20 minutes where you first see his face and it's, like, a CGI face. That's exactly I, I, where, I, I turned it off right it, there. It, it lost me as soon as the first time you see him. Yeah. Because, like, they did such a bad job editing that movie. What the fuck? They, I don't understand why we're watching this. Why, why not? not? Because it's Ray and he's... Yeah, but I understand, but, like... Him putting something on, but where in his head does he go? You know what? I'm gonna put on the Toxic Avenger. Have you seen him? He's rather ripped up. Yeah, right I now. see that. Like he's disinterested in this podcast today. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, jump in here, man. You you watch movies? Yeah. You're like lounging you, in the. Co- what do you What do you want me to put on for you guys? No, I don't care about that. Jump into the conversation. You're leaning back. You're watching like. Yeah. You just you just you want to just pack it up now and go home? Like you, you're I'm home. Right. Yeah, you're right. You are home. But, like, you're sitting back. You're lounging. You know? Are you good? You okay? I'm perfect. I'm a little worried about you. What do you think on those movies, Ray? I'd put the, that mic in front uh, of his Nightmare face. Nightmare on Elm Street movies? Uh, like you said, the new ones are junk. I don't really like new movies. Technically, like, I was brought up yesterday, the fucking Top Gun thing. 
it's basically a wash. You're basically just making remakes and new movies that, you know, you're ripping on the old movie. That's not a remake, though. We want to well, make a new movie that's not based off of Top Gun, like Jesus. Yeah, Christ. but what if you have a come cl- up with something new? But what if you have a clever idea like Kevin Smith did? He's rebooting his old movie See, where that, he's a, it's a new funny. it's a new take on it. Yeah, that I think is funny. In the day and age where he it will acknowledge that everything's getting rebooted, so let me reboot this movie. It's like a movie in a movie. I still think it's corny. Especially since he hasn't made a good movie in a long time. Oh, you I mean, are... This is just a cash-in. No, no, yeah. fuck! What? It's all a cash Red State was awesome. Red Tusk State no, was really it wasn't. Good. Red State was good. Red State was great. Is that the cult fuck movie? Fuck that movie. Yeah, it's yeah. the fuck cult. Fuck Tusk, too. Yeah. Oh, you a Tusk. fucking idiot. I've never seen Tusk. Both of those suck. Fuck you. You're, you look like a walrus. I moderately like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing Steve with tusks now. <laughs> oh, we need to find somebody. Who, oh, God, I wish I knew how to do fucking graphic design because I would totally make Steve a walrus. Um, you can literally just go on our message board. We have a friend that knows how to do things like that pretty, pretty easily, too. Uh, anyways, you could literally image Steve's face onto the, the tusk face. That's yeah. what I would. Yeah, that's exactly what I would do. That'd be pretty fucking funny. That should be a fucking T-shirt. <laughs> Fuck you! You look like a walrus, and it's just Steve is a walrus. I would buy that shirt. <laughs> that might be the name of the episode. Yeah, I think so. That's we already got one. the name and the music. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like, like it. I'm fucking. I'm, we're doing Steve's job. All he has to do is just fucking do this, do that, and he's done. Hey, Steve. You give him another idea that he has to do. <laughs> well, fuck you, because you know what? Not only are we giving Steve work, apparently you're fucking giving Betty uh, work now to no, do. No, no, that's different. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna learn how to edit this shit because I know how to do. I know how to do some of it on my phone, but I can't edit that with. I can't do what that, that kind of editing on my phone. So what I want to do is I need to get that match downloaded, and I want to have it like picture in picture, like have you guys watching it real time while the yeah. match plays, and then play the fucking sound. It's not that difficult to edit that kind of shit together, no. but I don't want to throw that on fucking Steve's plate because he edits all, you know, he puts together all this shit and produces it all. So I would like to learn how to do that kind of stuff, especially because we've been talking about doing video stuff since day one. Mm-hmm. So it's been over a year now that we've been recording these and we haven't done a fucking thing with YouTube yet. You know, and that's really real, real talk. That's where the fucking, that's where the, the yeah. money comes from you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. that's where like the fucking that's where podcasting really takes off you have to have some kind of a video element mm-hmm. now do i think we should eventually get cameras in here while we do this yeah i do actually yeah which we've talked about that too but that's we we need like a, we should probably just see if we can get a couple um i mean you can do one we don't need a multi-cam no true but if we had even just two though like one from this side one from that side you know so yeah. you can kind of get re- reaction what are those little fucking cameras that everybody sets up? GoPro. Yeah, those things. They're cheap and they're fucking simple. I think you can get cheap. I think they're like one fifty. Yeah, they're pretty cheap, and they they take a fucking beating too. And you can do pretty much anything you want with them. The quality is incredible. Anyways, that's for another day. But yeah, so rewatching that movie, man. Like, Jack Earl, Earl Haley or whatever his name is, he's a good actor, but like, what? He's a good character. Why would you fucking CGI his face like that? And they made him look like he can't move his face, which I get. Yeah. It's supposed to look like a burn victim, but like, yeah, but I mean. The Freddy, original Freddy makeup looked way better phenomenal than that CGI. And then there was like a CGI section where they tried to redo in the part where, uh, remember in the, in the original one where he's coming through the fucking wall? Like, and it looks like he's behind like a, like that looked so good. 
Or like when they fucking have him dragging her around the room. You mean the original built, looked so good? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. And they they built an actual room to have spin around so she yeah. would fucking like, dude. Practical effects look so much better. Yeah. Why the fuck is it? Is, it's just a lazy thing to just constantly use. Yeah, CGI and CGI costs just as much, if not more, right? Costs more. Yeah. So, so what the fuck? It, you would think, oh, they're doing this because it saves money. It's just a computer, but no. It's not even to it save money. Yeah. And CGI it looks shittier. fucking is terrible. Like, I love Devil's Rejects. It's one of my favorite horror movies. But the one scene that fucking pisses me off the most is in the hotel when Baby throws the knife at the girl. Mm-hmm. It's it's CGI. And I'm like, why? Like, you do all these other practical effects and everything, and then that is where you're going to do your fucking CGI? Like, it just took me out of the fucking moment. I never noticed enough for it to stick out. Oh, now when you watch it? Because I'm sure you're going to watch it probably the next couple of months to get ready for three from hell what'd you guys think of the trailer did you guys watch that i thought the trailer was very good um whether the movie's gonna be good since he hasn't made a good movie in a fucking long time that's a real good movie that he made rejects Rejects. probably the only real good movie the the last good movie that he made was the first half of the first halloween that he made right i agree now we've talked about the halloween thing to death so we don't need to totally tap back into that but i think the the whole remake the first one he did was actually really good um, well, no, no, no. I, I don't let... mind the second one where everybody else hates it, but fuck that and his stupid white horse. Well, we'll get it. We've gone over that a million times, but the first original and true only really good movie that he's ever done is The Devil's Rejects. Like honestly, it's the, it's the only one that's actually really original because House of a Thousand Corpses was just a fucking blatant ripoff of fucking uh, Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, so is Devil's Rejects, really. Yeah, but it's at least an original story with original characters in it. You know what I mean? Like, he took those characters that he made yeah. up and put in a fucking bullshit movie. That movie's weird, too, when you go back and watch it. Like, you ever see movies when you don't realize, you don't recognize people or because Which it's one? not a thing? House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, because yeah. isn't Dwight Schrute the fucking, yeah. one of the, the main guys in He gets movie? turned into the mermaid man. Yeah. So fucking I don't. I like that movie because of how it looks. The movie's kind of whatever. I just like the way he he made. I it. agree. Graphically, yeah. it's very well done. Yeah. Like, and that movie was a fucking. That movie went through hell to try to come out too. Yeah, I think I watched it. I yeah. download a bootleg when I first originally watched it. Yeah, first time we watched it was at your apartment in uh, West Warwick yeah. on your little fucking computer. Dude, yeah. I remember going to fucking Ozfest '99 and seeing flyers for that, promotional flyers for that. And I don't think it came out until, like, the early 2000s or something. It was, yeah. Like 2002? Yeah. I think it came out. So, like, I remember hearing about it then, and, like, he just kept on going through fucking hell. Like, nobody would put it out for him. Because Rejects came out in theaters in 2005. Because yeah. I remember I went when, uh, when I came home from The Gathering. Yeah, was I that long to- ago? 2005. Jesus Because when I went to The Gathering, I came home and I watched, uh, I went to go to the, the Devil's Rejects in the theater. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, when I say stomp, you say whoop whoop. Come on, come on, Ray. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Guad just played uh, uh, the fucking gathering. Well, no, the play. We're I think playing it's, it this weekend. I thought it was yeah, this weekend. I think it's next weekend. Gary's still up on the fucking ICP news. Yeah, he is. Hell yeah. <laughs> fucking juggalo. What um? What'd you think about that trailer, Ray? Did you watch it? Which trailer? The Three from Hell. No, I didn't see it. What did you think about it? <laughs> me? Yeah. Um, sorry, Kristen just sent me the weirdest fucking text message. Fucking white people. Anyways, um, so I, I like that. I'm nervous about it because I'm not... Like, I was super excited for 31, and that movie sucked. It wasn't yeah. that good. There was, like, the oh. only good part in it was a lot of the, the dialogue that the main 
Nazi villain guy, whatever the fuck his name is, Mister whatever I can't remember what the fuck he. He was trying him. way too hard to be Stanley Kubrick in that movie. Oh my god, holy shit! And it it just I get you want to put your wife in everything, but maybe don't always make her the main thing. Yeah, because she's not that good. She's good as that baby character, but like in that movie, she really fucking took me out of that movie. Actually, I think I'm thinking of uh, Lords of Salem. He was trying to. Oh yeah, see, I've never seen that. No, oh, fucking worst movie. Yeah, you you gave me a copy of that years ago, and I just never, I just never. I did. Mm-hmm. Oh my, I'm you sorry. You burned me a copy of I'm it. I'm sorry. Because I was me and you, we were talking about it at wrestling. This is like 2010 or something, some fucking a long time ago, and it was when you first came back to USBF. Like me, and it was what like the third or fourth time you showed up. Came when you came back. And uh, we were talking about it, and I hadn't seen it yet. And you're like, oh, I'll just get, get you a copy of it. And you fucking ripped me a copy, and I've, I've never put it in. I've never turned that movie on. I've never seen a clip from it. I've no, All I've ever heard is terrible shit from it, so I've never even bothered. Oh, yeah, it's bad. I should probably just suffer through it and so we can talk about it's, it. But. It's it's worth a watch to see how bad it is. But the fact that like we're telling you how bad it is, I think you'll watch it, and you probably will find something. I've heard nothing it. but bad things about it. I... I can guarantee you Joe Walsh likes it. but I've, I've heard, heard a couple. Joe people. Walsh likes everything. Yeah, he does. He does. Shout out Joe Walsh. I've heard a couple of people say they liked it, and I'm like, what? But yeah. not not many. But see, now that's where, like, cerebral, cerebrally, I do like a lot of movies that not everybody like. Like me and you were talking yesterday. You rewatched Hereditary and saw things that you didn't see the first time that yeah. I caught all that the first time because that's the way I watch movies. And I fucking, I really enjoy that, like, I don't know. I, I like things when it's well done. That's why I like The Witch, the way it looks. I think The Witch pheno- yeah. is phenomenally like well shot and directed. And cinematography-wise, is, it's just a fucking beautiful movie. Whether yeah. you like the movie or not, like that, it, looking at it, it's visually fucking impressive the way they did it. But um, the hell was I was going to ask you, have you ever seen this Lords of Salem or whatever the fuck it's called? No. no? Not into that either? I really don't even care about The Devil's Rejects. Really, you don't like? That I don't movie? even really care about the new movie coming out. No, See, I, I, I love the really fuck. I love the Devil's Rejects. That's yeah. one. Of, I think we've talked about that before too. Where it's it's one of the only times you'll ever see a movie where they they somehow make you feel bad for the antagonist. You know, like right? Is that, is that the right yeah. the antagonist? Um, where you feel bad for the villain? Is well, the yeah, he flipped the script. Yeah, and it's like you don't ever see that. It's like you end, you, you went from you went from hating them to yeah. to understanding like what's going on, and then you just want them to survive at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're the antagonists, but, I mean, they were never really the villain to people watching the movie. Like, everyone yeah. was kind of like, oh, I love these characters anyway. Yeah. So, it wasn't that hard to make you feel bad for them. It's, it's like, uh, but I mean, realistically, with what they did, like, they, like, raped people in the fucking... Yeah. Yeah, know. but, I mean, like, in theory, like, you're supposed to side with the sheriff who's, right, right. who's going to capture them. And but then... he's also a dick. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, Which... he's, he always plays a good dick. Yeah. I do love a good dick. Grinder. What the fuck are we watching? Is that Michael Jai White? Yes, it, it is. is. That's crazy. That is definitely Michael Jai White about to fucking spin kick the Toxic Avenger. You missed it. He just like decapitated these two guys and then their decapitated body just started walking around doing a jig. And then he ripped two guys' ear. Then he ripped this guy's ears off. Classic th- trauma movie. And then he started talking in the ears. So I haven't seen anything but the first. Is this which this Toxic the Avenger? One. The first one I couldn't get to work. The first first one I saw in the fucking 80s, did he yeah. always only have a face that was deformed and the rest of his body's okay? No. The What do you mean? Like the like the his name? arms are fine. Yeah. Oh. Mostly. Mostly fine. I don't remember. 
That's actually. I just remember his whole body being like that, but I've only seen the first one. I think the first one maybe had a little better production and probably cheesier. Even Uh, though it's trauma, I mean, I don't know if any of like that. Actually, I watched a good video about uh, the Full Moon Productions videos, like Doll Man and the demonic toys and like all Mm -hmm. that shit. Do you guys ever get any of those things? Yeah, I, I I don't know which ones, but I know what you're talking about. I feel like you'd really like the Evil Bong. Yeah, you know. The only ones I ever fucked were like the first like four or five puppet masters. Those are great movies. Is your boy right here, Eddie? What was that Tiny the Terrible? (laughs) (laughs) We're literally watching right now a um a little person have a a fucking midget. Just say midget. A little person midget fighting with not a yeah, it's a fucking black midget twidget. He (laughs) with a sick mole on the back of his neck. Tell you what, though, that's some of the best uh, fight choreography I've seen in a while. Oh, my God. What's he going to do? probably better than the wrestling I watched. I was just going to say, actually, Toxic Avenger, he looks like he's got a wrestling outfit on. Yeah, he does. Like, I've seen worse stuff, and I've wrestled in worse stuff than that. Little person. Yeah, call us. What you a know, call a spade a spade. Oh jeez! Oh my God! Look what he did! He he bundled the midget into a basketball, and now he just slam dunked them. Oh my God! <laughs> is that Rita Repulsa? The fuck is that? Oh my God! Now he's oh yeah, that's right. His mop. Oh my God! What's up, Leatherman? Dude, the fuck is it? This movie. That's not Leatherman. Guys, really happy. Well, this is music related. That's Rob Halford. That's kind of what oh, I was getting to. That dude definitely looks like he drinks his own piss at a leather bar. I look like Apollo Creed with a fucking machine gun. Do you think? Yeah, did. Do you think these guys are this bad actors, or do you think they said ham it up a little bit? Oh, I'm sure he fucking. Now he is moonwalking. Moonwalk. Yep. That kind of looks like Seth Rogen from the side a little bit. Not even close. Looks nothing like Seth Rogen. It looks like fucking. What's his that name? Looks like Steve. I can't remember the guy. Uh, <laughs> guy who made Nightmare Before Christmas. Looks like oh, that guy. Burton. Yeah. That guy's pretty fucking hot, too. Oh, my God. I can't believe we're watching this garbage. He's got a finger up the bum, too. Did you catch that? Yeah, you see that? The fuck's a baby doing in a tree? He's going <laughs> to he's gonna save him. <laughs> right, maybe this is maybe this was a good idea to put on. Let me back on. Like, you're, say, the parent of that kid, right? Would you, like, feel comfortable just letting your baby... Rest in a tree, and then having a man in a rubber mask fucking traumatizing your kid for life. And that, you don't know like, what the fuck's going on, and what's real and what's fake. Well, that, that, and like, would you be comfortable that like he can see clearly enough to go like go over and pick up your kid and like not mistakenly drop him? Oh, I'm, I'm sure. What the fuck is that, Courtney Love? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Did you guys all watch that video? Oh speaking my of Courtney Love? God, no, I that. This what is the best fucking about? worst. Holy um, shit, dude. So, baby, I'm on. Oh, my. Oh, the, remember the Vince Neil video from a few weeks ago where uh, oh, he falls off the stage? No, no. Like, it's just him singing, but he's like, he's the worst. Yeah, it's it's oh, the video. Yeah, 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 they yeah, yeah, put, yeah. like, subtitles to it. So, yeah. they did, uh, what do you call so it? So, they, uh, someone what took. They call those Can't things? stop my and he fucking like, <laughs> like has the crowd you, have it. You yeah, but you just sung way too much for Vince now. Yeah, Kickstart. Yeah, or, or it's like the the words just sound like he's like. What like, do they uh, do? A shreds to it? No, oh. man, it's like a legit live footage of him trying to fucking sing the song. No, I know that, but did they do a shreds of Courtney Love? Basically, like the Vince what's a shreds? Like, it's basically they take people 
and they voice dub their shit. And no. it sounds horrible. This and... one what no, they did no. was they yeah. took no, this is their actual like yeah. footage. They took just her vocal feed. Yep. And her guitar feed. And that's it. And everything else they drowned out and that's and and she You need those guitars and everything. Oh, not only that, the, the but fucking shit. She like she her singing is fucking atrocious. I believe it. And her guitar playing is I, like I don't know if she was purposely just playing like a note or two. Or, she doesn't or really what? know like so. Th- I don't know how. She, I mean, that's probably when she was all still drugged up and everything. But realistically, there's a lot of fucking people that a lot of people that swear up and down that other people have just written everyone. Like Kurt wrote. Yeah, Kurt wrote that whole her, album. That's yeah, why the first album albums. was good. Yeah, and he clearly wrote a good chunk of that and played a lot of that shit. And probably just somehow she got credit for it. Yeah, it's the same thing as the, that Celebrity Skin album. Marilyn Manson and fucking Billy Corgan wrote that album. Yeah. Like legit, like they're the ones who fucking wrote that whole thing. She was she was banging both of them at the same time, and I think Trent Reznor even had something to do with it too, like production wise or something. But like, she must have had a golden pussy. There was something with her because well, that pussy's been around fucking since the eighties. Yeah, she's been she's always 80s? been a fucking mess. Yeah, yeah. She was she was in um she, she tried Sid to, Nancy that yeah, movie. Yeah, I was just gonna say she tried to get in the, she tried to be in the lead role in that and she fucking failed. She was a failed actress and then she picked up a guitar and started playing fucking grunge music when that became big mm. and then like hooked up with Kurt and fucking that was it yeah and then she had him killed I agree I definitely agree um speaking of music really quick we should go over that at least because we talked about Lamb of God a fucking week ago or two weeks ago and uh there's big news in the metal world as far as that's concerned so this week it was released yesterday that there's been some rumors going around anyways because apparently he's been out of the band for like a year i guess chris adler the drummer founding member also his brother willie adler is the the main one of the main guitarists so he's one of the guitarists rather i should say um he's probably the most prolific part of the band like the guy he's one of the last few original sounding musicians out there in my opinion like as far as what's come out in the last 20 years you know Chris Adler's drumming when you hear like if you listen to yeah. that last Megadeth album that he was on, he's the best part of the album, and he doesn't even like do his normal thing. He made himself sound like a Megadeth album, but it's better than pretty much any fucking drummer that Megadeth has ever had on an album. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just a phenomenal drummer. He's he really, really, really has like his own sound, his own rhythm, his own technique patterns and stuff, like off timing beats with his his double bass and things. That and mankind a, in the fucking crowd. Might be. Um, fucking, uh, so I guess he got into a bad motorcycle accident like a year ago. And his, I don't know exactly to what extent what happened to him as far as, I don't know if his legs are fucked up. I have no idea. But, but when we saw them, it wasn't him playing. Yeah. There was some, some guy that's been filling in for the past fucking year, I guess. So he's leaving because of an accident or something? No, no, no. Well, I yeah. guess, so he originally, they had a fill-in drummer because they had, a, they had a bunch of tours booked that they couldn't back out of because they're a pretty big fucking band. So they got a you know a touring drummer thinking that in a you know take a few months to maybe a possibly a year at most but it's been over a year now it's been like a year and a half and every time they thought he was going to come back just he has another setback or something I don't know the whole story because nobody they've done a really good job of hiding this too because mm-hmm. I I didn't really ever hear about the the motorcycle accident and I've seen him twice in the last year so like it's weird that like I don't know, I never even noticed it so. Anyways, um, I guess it was a. Fi- they finally put out a, uh, an official press release yesterday saying that he's not going to be. Um, they're going to go into the studio. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I just looked up the worst. Thing. Um, they're going back into the studio, and they are. Of, of, they made the official announcement that the the drummer that's been touring with them is going to be the drummer on the new album, and that Chris is officially out of the band. What he's going to do from here on out, I don't fucking know. 
it's very I'm odd sure to me. Sure, will be followed. So you'll see him in, in some other project at some point. Yeah, Painkiller sure. addiction, I'm assuming. Probably, because I mean, I doubt it's just health setbacks. I mean, if realistically, if if you shattered your fucking femur or something, or something part of your leg, and you, that's the number one thing you're fucking good at, yeah, and you're having a hard time coming back from that. I mean, who the I fuck knows? I guess it could be. Yeah. Like, he's known yeah, for being... Yeah, but if he was injured, you <clears throat> you would think that they would have been like... They would have said, hey, he's hurt. He's, yeah, he's... due to being hurt, um, he'll always be a part of the band, and when he wants to rejoin, right. he can. But the fact that like he's just out of the band, then it's there's, there's the more they, behind the scenes. That's not the way they worded it, either. Like They worded it like he's done. Like, he's yeah. just... They didn't word... Like, they, they, you know, we wish him well and whatever he does, whatever. So something's up. Yeah. And I've heard interviews with him where you could tell he was kind of burnt out. Like you could see it that he he'd been doing that. He's been a part of that band because they started Burn the Priest in like the mid '90s. They, all those guys are like 50. They're not mm-hmm. young guys. Like they started late. They didn't yeah. get a band off the ground until in their like 30s or something. And they've been around for about 20 years now. So they most bands start 18 to 20, mm-hmm. and then you you know if you get 10 to 20 years out of a band by the time you're done, you know 40 something. <laughs> but these guys are all a little bit older than that. Now, granted, like. As far as a uh, uh, different note than that, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I hope that he ends up doing something. I hope that he comes back somehow. I hope that it's not a, a painkiller addiction thing. Maybe that is what it, I don't know what it's gonna what it is, but I'm sure we're gonna find out more about it. But it's just wild news if you think about it. Like I'm a big fan of the band, and to me, he's one of the number one reasons why you listen to that band. He's just he's that good. So I don't know. It's definitely interesting news, and I'm sure more things are gonna come out about it. But it is what it is. Uh, as far as real quick other music news, a uh, big show happened last weekend that I forgot to talk about. One of my favorite bands, The Ghost Inside. This is almost like a motivation moment kind of thing. I don't know if you guys know the backstory with them or not, but they were in a really bad bus accident two years ago, two and a half years ago. Um, one guy, the bus driver died. Um, every one of the guys in the band was hurt. Fucking the lead singer had a shattered ankle and something else wrong. And he's had to have like two years worth of surgeries to try to get it to be repaired. The drummer lost his leg. Fucking um, every every one of them, like the, one of the guitar players, he still has to walk with a cane. Lost part of his foot because it just they couldn't fucking fix it. Like it was a really, really, really bad fucking accident, man. Like it, it's if you never like... if you never heard about it, like look it up. It's it's super tragic. They were just about like they were on their rise, man. They were at their borderline peak. They were really making fucking traction for a hardcore band to be as, to get as big as they were getting. It was really impressive. What's really cool is. They haven't played in two years, two and a half years since the accident or whatever, and they they have been hyping it up. They got um, they announced a couple months ago that they were going to do a one off show just to try to show everybody like, look, we're fighting to try to like get back together. The drummer relearned with a fake leg, learned how to play the drums again. Put out an actually, he's got a solo album where he wrote the entire thing, but it's um, just musical. So that's really impressive that the dude like lost the fucking leg and still and relearned how to play the drums all over again, which is. If that if you don't find motivation in that, like you're fucking crazy, but they played their first show, and it was uh, last weekend. It was some outdoor place. The first time they announced it was at one place. It sold out in like two minutes or something. They realized really quick that they they needed to up it. They yep. kept on upping it. They didn't. I don't think they realized how big of a deal it was going to be. And there was a shitload of people there. I watched footage of it. It was fucking phenomenal. They sounded incredible. So good for those guys. I, I'm a huge fan of that band. I have fucking a tattoo on the front of my shin is one of their albums so uh, I don't really talk about them all that much because they've been out of the scene for a while but that's so fucking so good man 
Anyways, that's another music news. I don't know if anybody else has anything else to add to that or anything anything in the news-wise you guys are into lately. No, nah, I'm not familiar with the band. No, no music news. So, anything? I got nothing. Nothing? Anybody watch anything good this week outside of uh, the terrible fucking Nightmare on Elm Street that I watched? Hmm, no. Nothing? No? So, I basically just rewatched Blow for the first time in a while, and that's about it. That's it's a good great movie. movie. It's a great yeah. movie. It's a very good movie. Boston George. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is very good. How sad is that fucking at the end uh, of that kills movie? kills me. Yeah. When he's yeah. fucking, when he has to record the video, or the, the recording for Ray Liotta. Mm-hmm. And then when he. Or he's having flashbacks. Yeah, when like he, somebody's visiting. When he thinks he sees is. the daughter. Yeah. That that always used to fucking bother me. That was, that movie came out right when like, Rosie wasn't around when she first moved up to Maine. Like that used to fucking tear my fucking soul out. That's a good movie, man. Now, is he still alive? Yes. Yeah, he yeah. got out of jail a couple yeah, years 2015. ago. Yeah, 2015. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I remember hearing when he got out of the jail because he was fucking, it was put out, like all my, a shitload of people I knew on Facebook yeah. posted about it. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, he definitely hit the jackpot when he uh, had Johnny Depp play him. Oh, yeah. Because uh, he's that, not good looking. That man is not a looker. Granted, I don't know what he look. I don't. I've never seen footage of him from the eighties. I'm surprised nobody's ever done like a a, a modern documentary on him. What's the guy's name? George, George Young. Young. He's fascinating too because like he had run-ins with Pablo Escobar, mm-hmm. and like not many people and survived. Yes, yeah. not many. <laughs> like, not many people deal with that man and live to tell about it. That's a scary motherfucker, man. Pablo Escobar. That dude, fucking. The impact that that man had on the fucking world, it was insane. And you don't hear enough about it, you know? And it's weird to think that, like, in the 80s, or, like, people doing coke around here probably got coke from that guy. I think there was some statistic that... I think he even says it in that movie that, like, uh... Yeah, if you did point, if you, you did coke on the East Coast in this time... Yeah, you were doing... It was my coke. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, there's... Jesus Christ, there's all kinds of facts about cocaine. Like, I think there was one point where if you fucking... If you took, like we'll say a hundred one dollar bills or whatever dollar bills and then like ran them through a fucking machine like it would almost i think like uh nine out of no nine out of ten or some crazy fact would yeah, have something co- like co- that. residue on it yeah. some, it's some crazy amount a fucking i don't know do you guys remember those little horoscope things that you could buy at the gross like, yeah, yeah. gas stations a lot of people scrolls yep yeah, i remember uh seeing things like that when i was growing up uh, being used as Mm-hmm. Instead of straws. Or like, hey, why why do we have so many uh, little uh, um, foldable mirrors? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've seen I've seen quite a few mirrors in my my youth. Or like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> why means. why is this straw cut up into three pieces? It's weird how that works. You can't drink chocolate milk with these straws. Nope. No, you can't. Why do you have a mirror in your sock drawer? <laughs> Hey, what are you Eddie, keeping? you're not supposed to go in there. <laughs> hey, what are you keeping these small little vials? <laughs> yeah. Uh, good times. Gary, it sounds like we had a similar Hi- upbringing. Hey, yeah. Hypothetically, speaking, not from experience, these, no, these are not- things that I would hear. Yeah, I've, n- I've never dealt with that at all. I've never, no. I've never gone searching for like loose change so I could go buy a fucking ice cream bar from the ice cream man and found a plate full of white fucking pixie dust. 
I've never been desensitized to the smell of weed from the age of like five. On. Oh, dude, I have fucking pictures of me when I was a little kid holding a pot plant and a Budweiser. I was two years old, legit, like with fucking blue, like uh, Blues Brothers sunglasses on. Fuck yeah! Actually, I saw a funny thing yesterday on uh, you know, are you, I don't know if you guys are on any of those. Stray Cat started most of them, but they're like you know, the wonderful world of you know Warwick or whatever. Yeah, there's an East Greenwich one. It's called East Greenwich Now and Then or something that I'm I'm on, and. uh it's cool seeing like old pictures from East Greenwich, like when you know in the bay, like all the old buildings and shit, and historical stuff. And some apparently some bar that's on Main Street, one of the owners, one of the part owners, got busted for fucking running an illegal weed growery. I guess it was like it was put up yesterday. I meant to, I meant to send that to you guys to talk about it. So I think I was talking to somebody about that yesterday. Yeah, some dude that had he got was busted it, for was it Ed? No, no it's, uh, I no. think it might have been. Uh, it was three businesses that got busted. Well, like this, this guy's yeah, attached right. to a couple yeah. of them. So, man in experience ties, uh, ties arrested with illegal grow operation. When you read it, it's, I don't know, I think his last name is Muir, like something, I, I know it's M-U-I-R, not Mike Muir, but something along those lines. And he fucking, uh, I guess he tried, he failed, uh, he put in a permit to try to open like a hookah bar on East Greenwich and they don't want it there, blah, blah, blah. So this article is kind of funny because it goes through like, he had a, he had a, a building or something in Attleboro and had like 143 plants or something which legally you can grow weed in mass now but yeah. you can only have six plants yep. for each adult, each adult or if you have like if we all live together we can only have 12 plants total mm-hmm. for more than one adult so the, it goes on and on about that and like the funniest fucking conversation you ever just see like old like corny people fucking react to things or comment on things that's what the best part about those are like yeah. reading fucking comments some dude put up this big fucking thing I, I ended up going on this guy's Facebook page, too, just to see. He's not that old. He's only, like, 40-something, but he's the corniest fucking white dude. He's like, as a swim parent, I am incredibly disappointed and disgusted by this news. If I had any idea that the owner of the swim team, like, apparently this guy owns part of a swim team for the school, was involved with <clears throat> in this in this, in this this kind of operation, we never would have joined. So glad he proposed hookah bar uh, was rejected. I heard blah, 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 blah. I don't want to say the guy's name. But terrible problems. So this guy pretty much is what it's getting at if you read it. He's, like, making weed, like, the guy owning weed plants to be this disturbing fucking thing. Like, he you know owns, like, a rape shop or something. What's fucking... Fuck out of here. What's fucking... Shut for the fuck up. Like that is kind of that's what I'm getting at. I, but what's ridiculous is if, if league was... We, uh, if weed yeah, was legal in too. fucking Rhode Island, this whole shit with fucking Warwick schools, like, not being able to fund 100%. fuck it. Like, every sport would be fucking funded for years and years. Yeah. Like... We would actually uh, have drivable roads yeah um we would have you know bridges that are actually finished being done. yeah it wouldn't take fucking seven years to fix a goddamn fucking bridge yeah instead you have fucking nimrods like that guy who have probably never smoked in their life so have no idea no. what it's like or what what it does to you or, or yeah, that it can motivate you other than just yeah man, you, fucking what's break. yeah you see the you see the, let, carry it. you see how much of a fucking like you can hear this guy talking oh, yeah. i want to i want to i almost went on there and was like Hey, James yeah, Patrick fucking... Gorham, go suck a dick, you fuckface. <laughs> fucking is coming, asshole. This is coming a swim. From... First of all, you're fucking, you, you make your kid go on a swim team. Who the fuck wants to be on, what are you, your kid's never going to be Michael Phelps, so give it up. Fucking asshole. Go go eat a dick. What's and this is from someone who does not smoke. Doesn't like weed. Fine, no, I don't give a shit. You want to drink? You want to smoke? 
Do whatever you fucking want. And that, when people find out that I'm straight edge or don't drink or don't smoke, whatever, like, they're always like, wow, how do you do it? I'm like, dude, I don't care. Like, what you do, just, like, don't bust my balls because I don't do it. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm saying, like, hey, Ray, you really smoke a lot of weed. Like, you want to smoke weed? Smoke weed. Yep. Who gives a fuck? It's your life, not mine. I don't care. Just don't fucking judge me for not doing it, and I won't judge you for doing it. But people it's how it should be, but, but people fucking, fucking people stick their nose where it doesn't matter. But people get on their goddamn fucking soapbox and like, oh, weed is the devil, fucking, it's the devil's let Like, shut up. Eat a uh, dick. Hey, you can thank the government for the old propaganda for that. Oh, yeah. People still are on that. Go read a fucking Bible, you cunt. <laughs> and I just said today I wasn't going to say the word cunt. Well, guess what? Now I've said it three times. That was two. Here's another one. James Patrick Gorham, you cunt. See, so the the best part about that is the reason why I brought it up was because it, I'm not. We all I, we've talked about this with the weed thing. I don't personally care for it. it. Doesn't really do much to me. I've tried edibles and stuff like that. I like edibles better than smoking. Smoking it does nothing for me. It just doesn't. Maybe I just haven't found the right strain or something. I don't fucking know. All I know is it just does nothing for me. But I get what it is, and I do believe that there are medical reasons for it, and I do think that it's way better. I'd rather a kid go smoke fucking sativa weed or something than try to take Adderall. I would rather a fucking, you know, a, a cancer patient fucking Dude's smoke weed and feel better for Big Pharma. Dude, but, it's like idiots like that who watch the movie like Half-Baked and are like, oh my God. This is terrible. Oh this my, is the devil. Oh my God, it's weed. You're, weed could kill a horse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, it's like idiots like that who like don't realize that marijuana now is used and prescribed by yep. doctors to help people with like glaucoma like yep. you know what i mean there's gonna be a time in my like in my years when like i'm gonna be like so fucking hurt and crippled and blind and fucking like, this like two and or gonna, three years from now yeah which is like you know that is now and then they'll be calling me gary and they're gonna be like um sorry you you probably should smoke weed and guess what you know what i don't straight edge or not like if Fucking weed is going to help me cope with what I need to deal with. Honestly, I should probably be on fucking weed right now for depression because I'm a fucking, I'm a basket case. But, like, I don't do it. Nor do I judge people. But assholes like that fucker don't know anything about, like, what weed is going through. It's a whole fucking, like, that's it's, why, that's it's why a I complete it 180. That's why I brought it up. Because it's not like this guy got busted for fucking, you know, heroin distribution or fucking fentanyl distribution. Yeah. Or prostitute, like, sex trafficking fucking, you know... Indian women across the fuck because he's I think he's some kind of uh, Arabian guy or whatever like none of that none of the fucking no real true crime he grew too much weed who fucking get, shut the fuck up agree but he could have also just stayed within the rules right but <laughs> he was clearly distribu distributing yeah when, illegally and that's the problem yeah. instead of doing it the right way and getting a fucking license to grow that much because you can get a license yeah. if you want to become a business which if costs a lot smart, of money this guy owns, he's part owner of a bunch of bars. Yep. You don't think he's got the money? Yep. Why wouldn't you fucking invest and, in that? And who's that guy who's like, oh, I'm so glad that his hooker, hookah bar didn't get approved? Well, that I'm glad because hookah bars are yeah, fucking but you know stupid. What? Yeah, they are, but also. It's I'll, I'll like, just say it for you, Gary. Hookah bars are fucking gay. Okay? There you go. Gay. But, yeah, but the guy should be able to get a fucking business because if he's going to get a business, he's going to pay taxes and taxes are right. going to fucking help. So like that guy is like, Oh, well, no, East Greenwich. That's different because East Greenwich is because it's a society I or whatever. Honestly, like, I hate East Greenwich because East Greenwich is nothing but fucking snooty, snobby fucking people. Well, all and the, I, everything has to be pat. It's almost like a, almost like a, um, like if you live in a condo, you have a fucking HOA association. Yeah. They got to pass. Like you, they have to pass the other businesses. Like, yeah, gotta, like they have you to in. vote on it. That's why McDonald's, that's why McDonald's is the only fast food chain in East Greenwich Limits, the one in fucking uh, across the movie theater. That's East Greenwich. 
They had yeah, to yeah. pass that. They fought for that. Which is so, which is weird because when I have conversations with Courtney, I'm like, oh yeah, you uh, work at East Greenwich. She goes, no, no, no. no I work at Warwick. Yeah. Yeah, because I work in East Greenwich. And it's right across the street. It's right across the street. Yeah. That's why I like, I used to live in West well, Warwick. Well, is West Warwick. I used to live in West Warwick. And on my side of the street was West Warwick. On mm-hmm. the other side was Warwick. And I ne- could never grasp that. I could never get that. Speaking of that, have you ever wondered what it's like to live in a fucking state or right or on a state line where, like, literally your backyard touches another state? You ever wonder how they figure that kind of shit out? Like, this Texarkana. Be, yeah, there's got to be places where, like, because, you know, say you're going towards, say you're going on, like, I don't know, fucking Route 3 or something. You, you end up in fucking Coven, um, Connecticut, right? Like, what do you, it must be so fucking weird to, like, live in a, literally, like, a point where your your next door neighbor is another state and pays taxes in a different fucking That's state. when you realize, well, the state, the cities are just bullshit. It's just one big fucking place. Like, right. But as far as taxes and stuff go, yeah, like, which it's one It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. You know? Like, literally, your fucking grass touches each other. But because yeah. of an, an imaginary line, yeah. you fucking, you live in another state and you pay taxes to a separate person. You follow different laws, even, which is yeah. even fucking crazier. Like... It's so fucking weird to think about that kind of stuff. But on what you're saying, cities are even sillier because it's a small. It's at least under the state laws. But that is funny in that little part. That's why that. Um, that's why that fucking McDonald's looks different than all the other McDonald's. Like if they don't, if they start looking to run down, they get their balls busted by the the town, the township of yeah, East well, Greenwich. Yeah, plus yeah, plus it's East Greenwich. Yeah, they'll make sure you stick out. I've been looking at you with your new haircut and your beard. I'm trying to figure out who you look like. I'm thinking you look like Jesse from uh, Kill Switch. I guess so. He's super skinny now. Yeah. Because his new girlfriend's a fucking vegan. He's all like, all weird and shit. I was just saying like your face wise. I mean, clearly you're not Jesse. The funny, here's what's funny about this. I've had the same haircut for like four years now, five years now. It's just gotten, progressively it's gotten tighter. In the past year, it's been the exact same haircut when I got it. The problem is I've had so much going on lately. I haven't gotten a haircut in two months. And before that, it took almost two months to get it. So I've only gotten two haircuts in the last five months, which normally I'm every three week guy. Like I, I'm, I'm clockwork. I can't stand my hair being too long. I just got, I just didn't have fucking time. So you're, it's funny. It's amazing when like people get used to seeing you a certain way, and then like you walk in. It, it to me, it's the exact same fucking thing. This is, I feel like when I saw myself in the mirror the first like, couple days ago, I was like, oh, there he is. Like, like I was, I was almost lost. Like. It's weird when you're not used to seeing yourself a certain way, you know? But it's funny that you're saying that now. I definitely look way less like Kevin Owens when my hair is like this. Even though we have some more similar haircuts right now than I did a week ago. You guys I'm, still have similar body types. Motherfucker. I'm in... Yeah, even fucking fat right now, I'm in better shape than he is. What? No way. I'm heavier than he is, but he fucking... I'm definitely in better shape than him. Right now, actually, he, he trimmed down, but he's got a gut, dude. He's always well, had a gun. better weight. I assume his cardio is probably better just from wrestling every yeah, day. Yeah, no, his his cardio is definitely better. I don't do any. So yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like I fucking sweat tie my shoes in the morning. But even when I'm even when I'm hitting the gym four or five days a week, like like my I actually have muscle tone. Even right now, I haven't been to the fucking gym in weeks. He did when he first started in WWE, and then he lost it real quick. It's because they made him. Yeah, they got on him about it, which kind of blows my mind because like you work for a company that literally like they pay you to work out, like just. As much as I do like him, I do like the new gimmick that they let him do with like the talking shit. I haven't watched much wrestling, but I watch all the clip videos. I don't know. Yeah, because he's unscripted. Yeah, they're letting him just go for it. Right? They gave him. Yeah, um, they're not um, writing his uh, promos. They're giving him bullet points, and then he comes up with everything else. The best one was when he fucking shut down Ziggler, and he was with a hot dog eating contest and all that shit. That was pretty good. I just wish uh, that he would learn how to throw a stunner correctly. I am. 
okay with the fact that he's that he kind of like stole the fucking stunner. I well, they're making him the modern day fucking yeah. Steve Austin, but yeah. he does he doesn't do a good stunner. He does a shitty stunner. True. Well, true, but at the same time, how many people nowadays are taking a good stunner? Like fucking Shane McMahon the other day totally botched that shit, and he had to catch him and fucking throw it at him again. Shane McMahon wakes up and he's and he's uh, sweating, and he looks like he like he turns purple and he's sweating. I can't imagine him being able to take much correctly. He's not very good. I mean, a stunner seems real fucking easy to take. It's pretty simple, but a lot of people fuck it up. But you've also got to think, Shane McMahon has literally been taking stunners probably since, like, his mid-20s, so you would think that he would know how to take stunners. Do it Scott Hall style. That's the best one. You think that a kid who literally grew up, like, you know, with his dad owning the biggest wrestling company Well, he's usually pretty good with that shit. Scott Hall, I liked Scott Hall's sell, like, of the stunner, because, like, all he did was just, like, he went up, and then he just, like, went down. Yeah. When Rock started doing the fucking over exaggerated, like, I'm going to do a fucking backflip and shit. Oh, my God. Which apparently, like, that was a thing that him and Austin wanted to do. And I'm like, why would you want to do that? It just looks so hokey. It reminded me of when fucking, uh, <laughs> when Michaels took Hogan's big boot. Oh, that was the best. The oversell. Michaels overselling that whole match was one of the, my favorite things in wrestling. Because he was butthurt because he couldn't beat Hogan. Which. He was kind of in the right on that one. That was one of the only times I've ever Yes, but if you look back and you're like, listen, you're going to have a match between Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan. Who would you want to win? Why would No way would you want fucking Shawn Michaels to win. I'm a fan I of mean, Michaels, if you're so, booking, yeah. you do. When Hulk Hogan's fucking 70 years old. And yeah, but HBK it's Hulk Hogan. So? But that goes along with a lot of the booking nowadays. Like, if you, I don't know, some, some booking just doesn't make sense. Like, if you, like, well, we watched the match with me. And I've wrestled that girl a few times now, like, realistically, on paper. She's about 105 pounds soaking wet. She's about five. I mean, two. realistically, who would put any of those four people in the ring? That's true. That's true. I mean, especially when, you know, it was for a charity event. So, at least we did a good thing there. But my point is, is like, if you watch a lot of wrestling. Whoa! Like, what the fuck was that? Just saw some boobs. Oh, shit. Titties. Ray, you all right? We should probably just get out of the music because he clearly doesn't want to be here today. So... <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm perfectly fine. It has nothing to do with me being in my own house or any of that. Ray said he's perfectly really fine. Give a fuck about the past ten minutes of wrestling. Yeah, but we were—you've been like this the whole time we've been here. Yeah. So, like, if you, we might as well just go through it and get it over with, because I think today is a wash. Yeah. But if you say so, Ed. Okay. Well, well, <laughs> well give give us something to talk about. Sit forward. Sitting back, like you know. I don't know. I feel without the wrestling stuff, we were talking about fucking. You said something about my haircut, and that turned into. You would talk okay earlier. You were talking about uh, weird side mouths and shit. Yeah, and like, what do you think about Megan Fox's toe thumbs? I've never really noticed. Oh, I've never really noticed. Gross! That bitch can give you a hand job and a foot job at the same time. It's nasty. Look up fucking Megan Fox's toe thumb. I've, I've actually never heard of that either. Oh my god, look at it up. It's gross. She has a like her thumb looks like a goddamn fucking big toe. Megan Fox. Toe just Megan Fox. Just type in Megan Fox toe. I bet you it shows right up. Megan Fox. If it says toe thumb. No, but I do enjoy looking up. Uh, people just look up blah 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 camel toe. Those are always fun too. <laughs> it does come up actually. Yeah, it's got toe thumb. It's gross. There's, not, there's no way that's real. Yuck. Yuck, yo. What the fuck? You see this shit? Scroll to the right. 
Totham. Told you. There's no way that's real. Is that really her th- her fucking thumb? Let me see There's no it way. Looks like it's fucking cut off or something. That is that is legit her thumb. That's fucking gross. Oh, I'm going back. Yeah, yeah. Told you. I don't give a bit. That she hot, but. <sighs> Would you? No I don't know, man. Dude, there's no she, way. She might have to wear gloves. She's going to have to wear a catcher's no mitt or something. Fake. That's a real? Real. There's no way a photographer would it say, like a fucking cockroach. hey, put your hand up and notice her thumb and leave it there. <laughs> it's real. That literally looks like if Ray had a fucking French tip on his toe and fucking cut it off. And it's it real. <laughs> Megan Fox has a toe thumb. It's disgusting. Just one? Well, she has two of them. Actually, to be honest, she has four fucking big toes. I once saw a girl that had six tits and two nipples. Figure that one out. She was large is what I'm getting at. You're welcome for the visual. It's, like, didn't, a, didn't it's like a cow without without multiple udders. Well, or if, no, with multiple well, udders, if you're Kimberly, then you you don't want cows and their babies to be separated because it's, it's, it's just like rape. It's just like rape. You I gotta see this, dummy. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, Jesus pe- vegans like you give fucking people bad names. That's why. You no, know why? That's why people hate vegans because you guys take it too far. So, Gary, you look down, and you see Megan Fox's hand yep. wrapped around your dick. Yep. And you see that toe thumb. Yep. What happens? I tell her to stop. I can't. <laughs> nope. Nope. So he's like me with ugly feet. I can't. Nah, do it's ugly just feet. Uh, listen. I could probably deal with ugly, ugly feet. Is but can you just not look? No. You, you, <laughs> you would have to have look. You seen this before? <laughs> yeah, I had a long time ago. You would have to look because, like I said, it's like, oh my god, two girls are. What are they? Oh my god, he doesn't want to look at the boobs. Fucking toxic Avenger. What a pussy. Was he making a soup? I bet you he called that guy a midget though. No. He's proper. Oh my god! What is going on right now? He's making know. uh, he's making some faux. <laughs> All these girls have weird looking butts. What is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> that didn't look like a TV. If this was on, if this was on like xvideos.com, that boob would be like pixelated and they wouldn't show it. What is going on? Oh my god! Sumi Sakai. Oh no, that's Oscar. Asuka's hot. Asuka is hot. Kyrie Sane's hot too. Yeah, she is. I agree. There's another one too down there. Um, ah, oh, what the hell's her name? Have you ever seen what we're talking about? No. Have you seen Asuka? She's pretty hot. You find her pretty hot. What about Sensational Sherry Ray? Do you remember her? What is this wrestling talk? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. What about Lita Ford? I know Lita Ford. What about Lizzie Hale? Lizzie don't Hale. know it. She's hot. What about the girl from fucking In This Moment? I don't think she's good looking at all. I would though. That's my thing. I don't like. I don't think that band is good either. She oversings. Who? Fucking what's her name from in this moment? I think Maria Brink. Yeah. There was a point where she was attractive, and then I don't know what happened. I saw her once at fucking Mayhem Fest, and like she was all wearing like a crown and like a fucking robe. Yeah, no, I'm not into any of that. I can't. I, I once she started getting too theatrical, it just it lost me. Yeah, but that's what sells now. You gotta get the action. I get it. I'm just not. If the music was better, I would like it. Like again, like you th- you bring up Lizzie Hale and Hailstorm. Like I don't mind their music. It's just rock and roll, and her her fucking voice is phenomenal. She's like a modern Joan Jett, or probably better. You know, and she can play guitar really, really well, and she's smoking hot. 
What about Nita, Stra- <coughs> Nita Strauss? You ever see her? The Alice Cooper's guitarist? Yeah. She's pretty fucking hot. I don't know. What is it? 58 minutes in? Yep. It's time to... Looking like music time. The music time. That's going to be like a 10-second conversation. Pretty much. Well, maybe not. Who knows how much we can milk out of this cow? I don't know. I mean... Whoa. We don't milk cows here. <laughs> yeah. None of us... Actually, no. I was going to say none of us drink milk, but Steve... Clearly drinks milk because he wants a kidney stone again. I can't drink milk. Well, all right, so this week somebody should explain what the pick is and why we're doing it. Gary, it's uh, the full album, and the what the theme was some album that invokes different emotions. Yep. Is that what yours was last time? Yeah, we do the whole all four. Okay. Half, yeah, half so three. you had to pick an album that you can listen to, you know, front to back, and it'll give you a different emotions. What? <laughs> Did he take notes? Because oh, I, yeah. saw, I saw him taking notes, which I was surprised. I didn't see Steve fucking like. Oh, I took I took notes. I didn't take much. I have I might have notes for half the songs. I, I like Ray's notes because it literally just looks like a long, like a shopping list for a recipe. <laughs> it's like a line. <laughs> I think this is going to be an interesting. Uh, I so have four of them that are just question marks. <laughs> I was just like, eh. I can't wait to do ratings on every song too. Don't so, uh, should I? Yeah, you gotta. Do I to... tell the why I picked this album? Yeah, yeah, you gotta. You definitely. I mean, it's up to you guys. I don't remember. Whatever you want to do, I don't remember what we did either. You can do it however right. you want to do it. All right, the album I picked was Black Flag, and it was damaged. Uh, this is the first album with Henry Rollins. He's so fucking stoned. <laughs> I. Are you like stoned from that fucking that one rip? Dude, I haven't seen you like that in a long time. It's pretty fucking... Is that one rip kill you? It's pretty good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no bullshit. That's what's going on. I just I just keep on trying to fuck with him. I'm trying to get him to like react, but I haven't seen... Do you? What did you do? You cleared that thing out and it just blew a, a bigger hit or he something? He was trying to yeah, figure well, out no, which cartridge... First, it wasn't working, so I was trying to get airflow through it, and then I cleaned it out real good, and I took a good one. And the one before, <laughs> yeah, I cleared myself out. Not yeah. that. The one, the one before it that was clogged. He went like it was like, <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, if that's weed, if yeah. that's weed, he's done. Yeah. And then he fucking got another cartridge, and then he did it with the one that actually had the stuff in it, and then he coughed for like ten seconds. And Which I've, I, listen, I've been, me and him, this is my best friend for fucking 24 years now, whatever the fuck it is. I've only heard him ever cough from weed like twice, even back when we were first starting to get into it. So to hear him cough on that was pretty funny, so I knew it was I knew it was a good one. Woof. You feeling good right now? Day's still young. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping you... <laughs> What's the equivalent of like Uncle Dobby when he's like high? Uncle, Uncle Doobie. Oh, shit. You're seeing it right now. Uncle Doobie. Ah, that's a good one. That's See, clever. There's a difference. Uncle Dobby is when he's drunk. Uncle Doobie is what's going on right now. <laughs> I like it how I'm like the focus of attention because... You're not a focus of attention. a little bit of Mary Jane. Who I'm just trying to... We just out. had a 10-minute conversation about how smoking weed isn't bad. It was a bad. good thing. Yeah. We stuck up for it. I, fi- I figured you'd be all about that. There he goes again. <laughs> you were going to just melt into that couch... Aren't you glad that you got the fucking green microphone this time? <laughs> you called it last time. I did. Uh, all right. All right, let's do, some- <laughs> all right, so, let's do this review. 
Black Flag damaged uh, first album that had Henry Rollins as the vocals. Fuck! That's one of my facts. Sorry. Oh, this is, does it suck? Fucking. Hey, don't worry. I have many other ones. I didn't realize you were gonna do facts. He told you, like in the middle of it. He said that. Oh, I I took a fact. I thought he was just gonna do one. I didn't know he was gonna do a bunch of. I them. needed to write something down. Okay. Well, that's fine. I, obviously, this one. this music isn't every for everybody. Yeah, which is that's not well. Yeah, <clears throat> we'll just did you want to? I would say explain the emotion thing later on once we're done when we're doing kind of like the album review. You, I w- it's smart to just like you told us what it was. Black Flag Damage. Keep it that way, and then we'll go through like each song. You should give if you have any notes on your own songs, like which ones you like better, which ones you like. You know, well, you I, should I say, mean. I didn't have my phone, so I couldn't take notes. Yeah, but you should. I mean, an album like this, you, if you know it that well, you should know. Like, if we say like "Rise Above," obviously you'll know the song. Like, I know okay. the song. You know what I mean? Yep. You don't need to take detailed notes on stuff like this. I don't think any of us did, but off the riff. So you might as well say, uh, "What you should announce what song is what, though." So in other words, like you should say, right. "And this is the song," and then have everybody go around because it's your pick. So. All right. First track is "Rise Above." Steve. Classic riff and song I imagine we've all heard. Rollins has the perfect graf- rasp for the style. Um, short and sweet. I didn't really have many other notes for it, but good song, good track. Uncle Doobie? Feels like I'm playing Tony Hawk again. Reliving the 90s. That's all I got. I put classic song, one of my favorite Black Flag songs. Uh, also, fun fact, Brandon from Bleeding Through, the lead singer, uh, named his gym after this song. He's got an actual, a professional gym and a clothing line after Rise Above. It's called Rise Above Fitness. And this is that's why he named it that. So, you know, so. That's where my facts started. I literally, literally was just going to write that one, and then the second song kicked in, and I was like, might as well pull Gary today and do it for him. Did you find that finding facts sometimes can be hard? No, Could- not for this, because it's easy. I just Wikipedia this album. Oh, okay. The first, the first three facts are all stuff that I got out of my head and then once a fourth track hit in that's when I Wikipedia it. So the first three are all stuff out of my head. Hmm. But I did a fact for every song. Cool, look at that. This is uh this is my favorite Black Flag song ever. I think it's most people's this and Black Coffee are probably the two that you hear about mm-hmm. the most. I mean if you listen to the lyrics it's like mm-hmm. you know, you're gonna rise above all the shit, so And I think well Fun fact, extra fact, this song was originally recorded to just be a single. And then they added on the album. I think this should have been the last song on the album. Just because of the almost all the other songs are about depression and shit. Mm. And then the last song being Rise Above, Makes I think would have like got it across more. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, it's a good song, obviously. Um, Next song, Spray Paint. I have no notes for this. It was real short. Um, I think it's 36 seconds long. Something along those lines. I don't have a lot of notes for a lot of these songs. I don't have... Some of them I have zero notes. But I like the album. So it's not like I didn't take notes because I don't like the music. I just didn't take notes because it's very self-explanatory kind of music. It's not something... Well, the, yeah. the, the, the thing about like this band and a lot of the bands in this genre is if you want to put this on and you want to say for this purpose... Which may maybe this wasn't the perfect album for me to pick for for this podcast because you guys want to hear a song, you want to get into it. Not necessarily. Know. Yeah, but sometimes you want to feel it, and then like you'll start to get notes, and like just right before you're about to like get started, like these songs are over. So yeah. it's like before you want to even fucking decide to write something, it's like 
oh, okay, well, it's over. Well, so I you- think I was going to say, uh, I was thinking this earlier while I was trying to write notes, was that this is something I would want to go see live more than sit down and listen to, because mm-hmm. this isn't sit down and listen music. Mm-hmm. It's fucking go out in a show and punch somebody in the face music. Yeah. I have realistically taking notes on kind of music like this this is the world as far as song length wise i come from so like i'm i'm big and we already talk about it a lot but i'm big into the hardcore side of things so me with short songs is nothing new but it's just that this album because all the songs are very 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 similar and very short there's not a lot of like diving into them that you can do so you know what i mean like depends it depends on the song we'll get into that more later on but um were you all done with the yeah right go ahead spray paint short pointless track that's all i got i put song as a quicker uh starts off a quicker pace than the first song and that's where it ended uh fun fact henry rollins was on jackass the movie and drove a hummer while steve-o got a tattoo in the back seat do you know the fun fact behind that fact yeah i think that was last minute or something they had to talk him into it or something didn't they no apparently steve-o was fucking a girl that was either dated Rollins and Steve-O thought that Rollins knew and he thought that Rollins was going to beat the shit out of him. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, that's a pretty fun fact. Look at that. I just fact your fact. Well, there you go. I have many fun facts and I call them all fun facts. See? See? Facts can be fun because it helps you learn about the band. I have a few that are very interesting. I think you're going to like some of them. Most of them are from album specific, but... um, Whatever whoever wants to announce the next song. Next track is Six Pack. All I can see is a bunch of kids getting together in the early '80s and listening to this and getting drunk. I mean, that's what else is the song about? When I listened to this song, it reminded me of Ray. Cause like I think there's a line where he's like, "I just have a six pack and I don't need anybody else." Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I well, I'm just no, like, it's not like, a bad way. You know, you know what I mean? Like I sometimes I, I feel it. like. You would rather, and like anybody, would probably rather have something else than have to deal with somebody else's bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, if I was single and, like, I had a hobby, like, nine times out of ten, I'd probably be like, oh, I'd rather do this than have to fucking go home and fucking wine and dine you to maybe get a hand job. There's There's many times where I'd rather, and I do often, just go grab a six-pack and sit by myself on my back porch. And there's nothing wrong with that. I like being by myself more times than people realize. Even though I talk or I can talk. Doesn't mean that I like always socializing and being around people. I'm actually the opposite. I'd rather just sit at my house by myself a lot of the time. Well, that, well, that too, and then like, you can be social, but yeah. you don't always want to be social. And it's like it, I don't like having to be on all the time. You know, there's a fucking switch. Like if I walk in a, into a room, people automatically just want me to be yeah. on. It's like I know how to talk to people. That doesn't mean I want to. You know what I mean? Like, nine times out of ten, I'll be the fucking antisocial asshole that will just, like, look at you and you're going to be like, wow, that guy's an asshole. Yeah. But, like, if I want to talk to you, like, I could be your best friend. Yeah. But I just don't want to. So, see, he's right about that because it's not just you, me. I'm in the same way, so. So don't Um, take offense to it. No, I'm not taking offense. What's your, uh, what's your, uh, uh, I put, like the opening bass line, sounds like some good degenerate drinking music. I like the guitar in a song. Fun fact, me and Gary hung out once at a Rollins speaking event at Met Cafe. It was like one of the first times we connected like as like friends outside of wrestling. So there's my fun fact there. And we waited outside to try to meet him because Gary told me that he comes out and meets people every every time. He did. The, and he the didn't. one time he doesn't, I, no. sat, I sat out in a fucking cold for four hours. Starting that that tour was the first time that he ever... Uh, he stopped he, doing he, it, right? Yeah, he, he, that's the first time he stopped doing yeah, it. Yeah, because his lawyers told him he shouldn't do well, it. Well, apparently... 
after that girl from American Idol got killed. Is that Brandon? Sure. Um, <laughs> he yeah, he stopped doing it, but now he also uh, charges for meet and greets. So Which is a bitch now because I need him to sign my arm. So like now, if I have to do it, I have to buy a fucking meet and greet. That sucks. Does he? Is he reasonable? <clears throat> I think it's one fifty, but it also includes. I think you get like a free poster. You get like front row seating. So you like you get other shit with yeah. it. So like, he's not like Kiss, is what you're saying? No, 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 no fucking dude. That's the that's the biggest bullshit scam of of all of them with meeting kiss like i get it because they're, they're pretty iconic band and a lot of people would want to meet them but like i don't think you're allowed to talk to them or anything like i think they literally don't they just shuffle you in you take a quick picture then that's it right? no uh, what happens with the kiss meet and greets is you go to take a photo with them actually before the meeting before the meet and greet happened what they were doing in the past was um they would have a small little like six song like acoustic set for everybody who bought the meet and greet in like a small room so they would play for you songs that they weren't they won't play during the the show. When that's done, they go you all go in a room and then you just like stand out there with all the shit that you want to get signed and then they'll just walk down the line and they'll sign all your shit. Then they give you like your VIP like meet and greet like package. You'll get like a sometimes you get like a t-shirt, like a tar pick, stuff like that. Kiss will go put the makeup on. Before the show, you're ushered like before like they go on, you're ushered backstage with them in makeup. And then it's like, okay, you you guys, like you go, you stand, take a picture of a Kiss, boom, and that's it, and that's that's done. Yeah. I mean, if you are a huge Kiss fan, it you would maybe think it's worth the money, but I don't know, twelve hundred dollars to fucking meet half that's of the original insane. band is fucking I, is is crazy. No offense to anybody, I've met many of my like starstruck like wish list meet meet and greet people and i've never spent a dime and i i just don't i'm okay i back bands for doing it like i think i think it's awesome that hate does that but they don't just you you watch soundcheck you hang out with them they give you a bunch of specific tour shit like flags and a couple of things and they hang out with you like they, they talk to you for a while you take a picture of them and everything else that i get and with the way the music industry is right now they need a way to make money so i i don't have an ounce of a problem with bands selling meet and greets i really don't, I don't well the thing with kiss thing. too is like it's the way kiss does it i just don't agree with that i don't i don't know and i i mean i get it because how many fucking people are you going to be able to stand there and talk to when there's thirty thousand people that want to meet you i get that but in their defense people pay for it right and that's that's, that's capitalism that's, right that's, there exactly that goes back to i think last week i talked about how like selling out thing like i don't have a problem with people that you know sell out good for you make the money i don't have a problem with that at all i just i have the same problem going to like a convention like i don't i have a weird thing where i have a hard time giving somebody 40 dollars of my hard-earned money to take a fucking polaroid with you yeah ask gary i've gone with him to a bunch and i never wait in line with him i just kind of do my own thing yeah i, I just don't i hate get that it. I, I i've only ever been to like one well i've been to rock and shock too i just don't get it i don't understand that like I don't know. My brain doesn't work like that. I I've, I think it's also because again, I came from like the music scene that I came from. You just go hang out near a person's bus, and they'd come out and bullshit with you for a while. Like that's how I, I've met Phil and Selma multiple times when I was younger, just waiting next to the bus. And there was a couple times where he wouldn't even didn't even want to come out, and like we got him to come out. You know, like or there's only a few people that I've never got to meet. Like Max Cavalier, I've waited outside for, and I have his signature, but he wouldn't come out because he was sick. Now he charges for a meet and greet, and you can't. You have to fucking pay like. You, oh, you didn't. Go, you didn't meet bus. him at Rock and Shock. No, I've never met him. I was lucky to meet him. I um, got. Yeah, I got a picture with him. And it, it drives me nuts because I have a fucking Soulfly tattoo, and I've never been able to meet him. Like he's walked by me. He's him and I, he, when I saw him and Igor do the Roots album in its entirety a couple years ago. 
like they walked right by me but you know and like Kristen almost bought me the meet and greet thing because I was really like that's the one person that probably the two of them together I'd probably try to pay to because like as an, a duo I've never met them I never got to see Sepultura live when they were together like the four of them so that was the closest I'll ever get the to both of them, them are in the conspiracy right Cavalier conspiracy yeah, yeah, yeah that's what that's, they tore around doing that now and it's then, funny too because like I knew nothing about them at all and then they played that, and he did a meet and greet. And I'm pretty sure, like, they were all at the table. And I'm pretty sure, was it I, Igor? Yeah. Igor. I, th- I think he was at the end of the table, and I just walked by him. I had no idea who he was. And, like, thinking back, because I had uh, Max sign the, um, the fuck is it? Is it Rise AD? Yeah. I think he had Chaos AD. Chaos AD. He signed my, because I, I have that CD. And he signed it for me, and I just, like, completely walked by Igor. And, uh, Igor, whatever his name is. Yeah, and Igor. I'm like, oh. Looking back, I'm like, oh fuck! Like he yeah. was in the band, why didn't I have him fucking sign it? Well, there's there's times like that too where you don't recognize the people that you're even fucking going to see. Like I actually after Rock and Shock, I think it's the same one that we were at. I think Nolan went to that one with me. I think Superdrunk was there. No, I know that was a different one. That was the one we were. We were. I don't know. Whatever one I went to, one of those, and we got in, and it was me and Nolan went to it. I, I it must have been a Superdrunk one because we we got tickets because my buddy Tough. And his and his wife, they sell pins and shit, and they got a merch. They got merch passes to sell stuff at the convention. Mm-hmm. So they got they had extra passes, and they were only twenty five bucks instead of paying the fucking regular ticket. And you got pa- you got access to both when you're when you're a merch seller or whatever. So we went and got those tickets from him, and I went a little late. And I remember like hanging out afterwards. It was definitely super joint because we were gonna try to meet them again, and all kinds of people were hanging out outside. And all of a sudden, like I see Ricky Rackman walking by, and I was like, oh shit, Ricky, what's up, man? Like shake shook his hand. Talked to him a bunch because he, he was doing that motorcycle tour. He was, like, going across the country on a yeah, motorcycle yeah. whatever for charity. So we talked about that. We bullshit about a couple of things. I'm like, hey, Nolan. I'm like, do me a favor, man. Like, take a picture for me. He goes, all right, cool. So I'm, me and Ricky Rackman, arm in arm, fucking take a quick picture. You know, he gave me a fucking hug. We bullshit for a while. We were standing there for a couple minutes talking. Nicest fucking dude. Walks off with this hot-ass fucking chick, like, going to the, I don't know if his wife or whatever the fuck. She was hot as shit. Going off to the hotel or whatever. A bunch of the musicians were following him. And fucking me and Nolan were bullshit, and he's like, uh, he said something or whatever, and I, I can't remember what he said. And I, I think he was like, ah, yeah, fuck it, like I don't feel like I'm trying to wait for Phil anymore. I don't think he's gonna come out. And I said, yeah, I'm like, but at least I got to meet Ricky Rackman out of it, you know. And he goes, what? Like the guy from fucking Headbangers Ball? I said, yeah. He didn't realize that was him. He had no, f- dude. He took a picture for me. Well, you know why? He he probably recognized them. Like, with, with he looks him old as the, shit. With the, with the, didn't he have the long hair? No. no. No, 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 no. Back then, he had the long hair. Yeah, but even he just looks old now. He's got gray, short hair now. He just looks older. But Nolan just didn't recognize him because I think he was fixated on waiting to see if Phil was going to come out. Well, and, Nolan has made some questionable decisions in his life. Well, there's a lot of things going on there. But as far as <laughs> I know, what you're going to get into. No, no, no. We don't. We don't talk about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, we're not we don't. Talk, we don't talk about that. But. Uh, what we were, but yeah. So anyway, so he was like, he was like, oh shit. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he goes, welcome to the party. Yeah, yeah. He goes, he goes, oh shit. I didn't realize that that was him. And we bullshitted about it for a little bit, but it was just funny how like, you know, what am I? You took the picture for me, and you didn't even. But I've I've seen that happen before. You realize somebody's sitting yeah. there and they walk by you, you know. Speaking of Max, judging from that video where he came out with Phil and did walk, he's been uh, eating a lot of Brazilian pastries. These Your boy's days. thick. He's he's thicky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's thick. And he's only like five foot five or something. Yeah. You don't realize how small Igor is the same. Igor looks like real big and ripped up, but he's not. Yeah. He's tiny. When they both walk by me to go to their fucking to go to their bus, 
Jesus Christ. Well, something tells me when he plays Fett in a couple months, he's going to be making a little trip to the hot weenie joint right around I'm the corner. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen. His, uh, oh, I don't want to keep on going on it. Come on, what, what fucking, uh, what, we got to go on. We're at, Next what, track what is I What I See. Um, I liked the little, the spot where basically it was just like a, a bass solo kind of, uh, and it broke down in like spoken word. Um, good stuff, just short again. That's it. Great. Uh, what I See, Not a Bad Tune, seems like the first decent length song. I put Sweet Fuzzy Bass open to the song. Fun, uh, fun fact, this album came out on December 5th, 1981. December 5th is a big day for me because that's when the first, uh, that's me and Kristen's like anniversary from when we first met. Yeah, so then, that's why it jumped out to me. And then two days later was a great day. A great, great day. You're a fucking asshole. Let's talk about when Dime got killed. I didn't say anything. Yeah, but I call you out on your bullshit. I'm looking. Oh, what the fuck was that? Fuck, speaking about somebody getting blown away. I'm ex- oh, yeah. I'm expecting this fucking la- large. I'm so was I. All of a sudden, you get this minuscule little poof. <laughs> you know that's going to sink. Oh, those are the worst ones. Those are when, like, the air that comes out of your asshole is extra hot. <laughs> That's just that's just shit log air. That's yeah, yeah. That is. you know, you know, fucking like full blown. It's just it's like the the pressure release valve on a like on a fucking. This <laughs> like movie is so hardcore racist. It's ridiculous. Why is it racist? Because like. Kabuki warriors. Well, because he he's trying to save like Asian women, and every time he tries to save an Asian woman, like he's always attacked by fucking like ninjas. Why is that racist? Come on now. Oh my god. Ninjas are Hold on, hold on. He's fighting with a swordfish. He's he's got a swordfish. That he's like parrying with. Oh my god. So ninjas are an Asian. And now there's throwing stars. And yeah, this movie's whacked. Alright, next song. TV Party. I hate this stupid fucking song. You don't like this one? No. I like it. That's all. Ray? Uh, Song seemed like a big boring pile of shit. Couldn't wait for it to end. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I put uh, this song is fitting for the wrestling we were watching while listening to the to this album. That was when the Southern bullshit was on. Fun fact: in two thousand three, the album was ranked number three hundred and forty on Rolling Stone's list of the five hundred greatest albums of all time. Wow! I'm surprised it was that high. Oh, I have more facts. How is it nice hearing facts about your pick for once it that is. you didn't have to find? All right. Thirsty and Miserable. Um, I know the St. Vitus version of this song. I don't know who covered who, but I know they toured together back in the day. And that's it. I don't know if that was one of your facts, but... Nope. I got nothing. You missed missed this one? Thirsty and Miserable? Honestly, I just... It kind of just blanked me out. I couldn't really think of anything to write on it. All right. This is more like the stuff I'm used to when I think of Black Flag. I actually didn't mind the song. This is a little bit more aggressive. Especially coming off of that TV party song, which is obviously like blatantly a silly song. Um, fun fact: the cover art taken by punk photographer Ed Culver uh, features Rollins putting his fist through a mirror, and it's fake blood on his arm. Like it's uh, they used red paint and coffee to make the arm look like he was bleeding. Facts. All right, police story. Uh, as much as I like the album, it's really hard to take notes. Everything seems like half an idea. Raymond, big old fat blank. Wow, I got a bunch of those coming up. Yeah. Um, 
more classic Black Flag. Fun fact: while the uh, while the album did not gain much attention from the general ple- press on its original release, the album, respectively, uh, retrospectively rather, sorry, has been given critical acclaim and has been cited as one of the most important hardcore punk albums ever released. Facts. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Uh, I know the song. I like the song. I have no notes. Ray, big old fat blank. I put song reminds me of going to the scurvy dog because this is all the, they play this and like old like hardcore music and a lot of old punk like I've heard the song at scurvy many a drunken night so it's a good time so if you ever want to go to a bar and just hear awesome good tunes scurvy dog in Providence shout out to them fun fact this was Henry Rollins first album with the band he actually got uh, recruited by them like two, uh, a week or so before they started recording or something because their original singer bailed they had two people before him then the guitarist was going to sing for him, and he decided not to or something. Well, the singer didn't bail. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. The singer was, I think it was Dez, who's in the band, and he wanted to transition yeah. from lead singer to going back to... No, I guess they... But they tried out, like, two different people um, outside of that. So I, I read part of that, too. Yeah, because he was working at uh, ha Dazs in, like, D.C., and they wanted him to come try out and he tried out and then they're like all right you want the gig yeah, he was only 20 years old also try it out try it out uh plus like this was his favorite band yeah too so it's like it's kind of like if you think about it it was the fucking um rock star like yeah ripper owens I've, like, I've heard him tell the story like about how he kind of i think he talked about it when he was on rogan i think he went into pretty good detail about how he jumped on like his mom was some politician or working for his mom Washington, worked DC. Yeah, his, his apparently him is his mom and dad are very very smart. And yeah. His mom works like in I think in politics mm-hmm. and his dad I guess was a huge cocksucker. Yeah, and he had like he had like ADD before they realized what it was and they they tried a bunch of fucking drugs out on him and that's why he like is so spastic and shit and like he's it's a fascinating guy to listen to. Which brings us to the next song. Depression. Big old fat nothing, as Ray would say. <laughs> Ray? I got first time in the past three tracks that it caught my attention. Nice little shred in there. I feel like this would be more enjoyable, though, after a few drinks. I put this song reminds me of watching old 80s horror flicks. I, feel, I felt like this would have been on, like, Return of the Living Dead soundtrack or something along those lines. Uh, fun fact, the album was recorded at Unicorn Studios on Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. Which there was a big issue with them too. Something about how they partnered up with MCA, and MCA ended up losing all kinds of money trying to put out the album because this company fucked them over or something. I almost went into detail about all that, but facts. Room thirteen, best song on the album. No notes. I just put another enjoyable or decent track on the album. Sorry, I know you guys are waiting for me. <clears throat> Um, oh, sorry. Um, room thirteen. Pretty sure Steve is gonna tear this album apart. At that point, I thought you were uh, not necessarily tear it apart, but I wasn't. I was wondering what you were typing down, if anything at all, because I know that I've learned one thing. I've learned consistently is short songs, and you don't do well. Like every time I have a short song, like any of these, I typically see it in your face where you're like, your gears don't have enough time to get going. Yeah. Write something down. Yeah. You like to sink your teeth into things. Yep. He's like that too, but he's a little bit more like, 
don't know how to welcoming to my music. This is the more style of hardcore that I enjoy. Yeah, this is the more than, punk style. Yeah, yeah. So I I like it. I just like it's you said, much, it's yeah. hard for me to take notes because I'm used to fucking eight nine minute tracks where it might take two or three minutes to even get going, and yeah, then yeah. you know there's a million different uh, variations within the song of what's going on, heavy, slow, whatever. But stuff like this is just kind of like, oh, okay, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so my fun fact for this one is I'm having fun finding facts. It's kind of a cop out if you ask me. Facts. Yeah. Well, kind of, kind of like you every week going. This band was signed to Nuclear Blast Records. Well, when you have a fucking band that's fucking only in Sweden and they don't have a Wikipedia page, and then you have to go to fucking like that metal uh, encyclopedia site. That's the best one anyway. If you're gonna go to that, just yeah. But go sometimes right for that. they don't give you anything. It's hard. You guys don't have mainstream fucking picks. It's all fucking shit that I have to look under it. a rock and then look under that what rock and he, then I have to <clears> dig <throat> five feet to find just, oh, yeah, they're signed to this band. Uh, label. What he's getting at is we like good music. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily put those two in the same fucking, you know, sack, but hey. Hey, Damage 2 is next, and I have no notes. <laughs> Ray? Uh, damage 2, I put all over the place. That's all I put. I put, I'm into this track. No, Ray just talked through a track. Tisk Tisk Raymond broke his own rule. What? That's the song he was, he was he was saying something. I don't remember what the fuck he was saying, but he was talking through it. Yeah. I thought that it was funny because... It's pretty rude, Ray. Well, now you guys know how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say. My fun fact on this one is, I think Nisha Tate is hot. Yes. I uh, came to that same conclusion. Because while we were watching her fight, also even though she kind of has an Elvis lip, like you that you're talking to Alicia. No, not tall. even not even close. Got a weird thing. mouth thing going. In my personal opinion, she definitely doesn't have. A weird she mouth. looked better before she got the tit job, like in that. I think she'll. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah for sure. Speaking of tits, and what I was gonna say was, uh, what I find, her, I find her to be attractive in an unconventional attractive. Like she's not what you would look at and go, oh, she's hot. Yeah. Paige Van Zandt is what you would conventionally look at and go, oh, she, well, she's obviously very pretty. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, take she, don't, she don't do she it for me either. I, I get what you're saying. But I mean, listen. But conventionally, to most men, blonde, big tits. Right. I mean, hey, listen. I would totally make love to her. You'd fuck her. Yeah. And it's, but if she has a toe thumb, no, I'm out. <laughs> or ugly feet. Hammer toes. Gross. All right. Uh, yeah. So that's what my fact was there. Um, no ahead. more, I think, is the next track, right? You're right. Uh had a cool drum open, then that's all I got. I put, uh, like the intro, thought it was going to go s- into a smoother transition. That's definitely not the case. More chaotic. Uh, like I said, the beginning of the song, and then when it got into it, kind of just like... I could see this me. intro being to something that like would be something into the music that you guys listen to. Yeah. Like I thought yeah. we were going to go down that road, and then it just went black flag. Yeah. To me, it would have yeah. went like, dum, 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 and then it was like any of the fucking German shit. Complete I'd like switch. to know if the drum thing was really what you just did, or if you just made that up on, on the spot. Dun, 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 dun. We can we can fact check that in a second if anybody else wants to look that up. Um, I put, I'm interested in hearing how this album evokes different emotions in Gary. Uh, fun fact, this album is written to intentionally be both rage-filled like Rise Above and funny like TV Party. They intentionally wrote this album to be like that. I thought TV Party was more of like a, like trying to be funny, like poke the bear with people who just sit around and watch TV all day and like they're it just was. zombies. It's, exactly. But it's, in other words, 
you have a you have a song that is cl- like rise above you can put that on for anybody yeah, yeah. it's clearly like not only the lyrics but even like the the that's the, probably the best well-written song on the album as far as like thought out wise and lyrically meaningful wise it's like that's probably their big their biggest song that's the one song i don't know anybody that i know that knows them that's the one song everybody would know you know um so like it's clearly designed to make you want to get up and go do something or get up and fight an establishment or whatever mm-hmm. and then you have tv party which is clearly a fucking silly song compared to yeah, yeah. you know like a depression or you know so it's desi- it was designed to do that like they knew yep. what they were doing when they wrote it padded cell nothing nothing <laughs> more classic punk is what i put fun fact kurt cobain listed uh, this in his top 50 albums of all time. Life of Pain. Cool, slow riff to start, and then Black Flag. I put, uh, like the intro again. Don't know if uh, I'm going to like what's after it, though. Hopefully it doesn't disappoint. Like the, the what is it? No More? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably the best song, in my opinion, on the album, from what I've heard. Going along with the Cobain fact, the open to the song sounds a lot like old Nirvana. If you listen to the, any of the old stuff from Bleach or even like some of the tapes from before that when they were like Fecal Matter or any of that stuff, there's a lot of that you can hear a lot of Kurt's writing in this, like the feedback and staticky guitar and like that fucking, that sound sounds just like every, a lot of the early Kurt Cobain stuff. Um, <clears throat> but fun fact is Pitchfork also ranked it number 25 in its top tw- uh, 100 albums of the 80s. Facts. Facts. Damaged one. Different tempo helped bring me back. I was falling asleep a little bit. Rollins sounds like a possessed Linda Blair in The Exorcist on this track. I put just a a boring outro to me. Damaged one. I'm pretty sure that armbar that Tate just locked in damaged the other girl's arm. Mm. Damaged. Fun fact, the closing track, Damaged One, is technically Rollins' first writing credit with the band. In his book, Get in the Van, Rollins reports that he used to improvise the lyrics every night when the song was performed live. Last fact. Facts. Facts. Branding children. Music. Branding children. I feel like we could turn... (laughs) We should uh, see if we had... More time to edit things. We almost like a current affair. Like, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. It'd be like facts, facts, boom, boom. or like what's that fucking opening thing? The Law and Order. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. Oh god! And then like right before one of Gary's facts, it just goes facts. I'm having fun playing with this microphone, guys. Is what I'm getting at. And Steve has the pleasure of hearing this through his headphones while yes. we're doing this. So he's hearing what I'm doing while we're doing it. Because you guys can't really, like, if you don't really understand microphones, like, doing different stuff. You know what I mean? Like, the ranges with your voice or, you know, opti- uh, whatever, optimizing the vocal range of the microphone. It's kind of fun. So if you're fucking with people, like Joe Walsh while he's listening to this while he's at work, and you're just... Or when he's writing. Or when he's writing. 1,000 words while he's on if, his lunch if break. This was, if this was Howard Stern right now, he would tell Ray to put that speaker on its side, turn the treble all the way down, and the bass all the way up and go... Howard! Private parts. That's what I'm getting at. All right. Yeah, so... Um, what's, uh, what's everybody's thoughts on the album? Boo. 
Go ahead, Gary. What what about this um brings out any emotion in you? Like what emotion what range of emotions do you feel when you listen to this? This fa- this album brought me back to 2007. Uh 2007 was a garbage year for me, which seems to be a complete trend in my life. What was worse, 2007 or 2019? 2018 was probably the worst year of my life. 2019 is a very, very strong second, and 2007 is probably right there in the third. 2007, I was uh, severely depressed. A lot of shit went down in my personal life. Uh, I was literally on the verge of suicide. Um, And usually when you go into depression and shit like that, you try to find something that will occupy your time. Uh, somehow I came across Henry Rollins. Uh, it was, I always knew who Henry Rollins was. Uh, I think my first um, introduction to him uh, was two things. It was Beavis and Butthead with the liar video. And my second one was the Johnny Mn- um, Mnemonic movie. Uh, I've actually never seen that. He was uh, he, a good pl- movie. he plays a doctor in it. That was my first like introduction to him, and I was like, like when you see him, he just he stands out because yeah. he just looks like a, you know, like especially in that liar video where he's fucking painted red and he's wearing the fucking like he Superman. He looks like outfit. a crazy man. Yeah, he does. He he just he looks not odd, but he stands out. Well, back then, I mean, his fucking traps were higher than his ears. You know, he was just. Like Did you he watch was, that new movie that he's in? Well, not new. It's probably from like 2015. Like when he played the uh, the Renegade Angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think of that? He's um he's not a very good actor. Yeah. At all. I like him in Feast. I think he's good in that. He's good. Oh, he's the the gym coach. Yeah. He's the best on Sons of Anarchy. Oh, he's the best. That was his his season was the absolute best season that, oh, yeah, of that, that show. Without a close. and his character is one of the best. And he had the be- he had the best like uh, send off where like. He knew he was going to get killed, and he went out a man. He was like, just, you know, like with his kids, like, you know, don't, like, don't hurt my kids and shit. And he's like, he took it like a man. He had an, he had an honor system. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, though it might have been a little broken, he did have an honor system in that, his character. Was it Wexler? No. I don't remember Something like that. Something with a W. All I know is that he raped Peggy Bundy wearing a Michael Myers mask. Yes, he did. (laughs) Yep. Which, uh... I watched a lot of Married with Children earlier in this week, which we'll get into later on. But keep going. I I, I see where you're going with. So it. he was my first introduction, and uh, and back then, and then in 2007, like I said, I was really really depressed, and contemplated suicide a lot for some reason. And uh, I came across some of his quotes, which when you see a lot of like his quotes, it's like they stand out. Oh yeah, he. You know what I mean? It's like he like. He could motivate you to fucking like if if he talked to me correctly and motivated me enough, I would probably jump off a cliff just by like his words because like he can motivate you to do anything. It's yeah, he's like, a powerful person, m- mentally and verbally, very, very, very impactful, and he's he's very well thought out when he wants to get you thinking. You know, like everything he says is very thought out already, but like there are certain quotes from him. Like, say you want to go to the gym and you're having a rough day, literally just look up, like, Henry Rollins' gym quotes. And some of the best quotes ever from him, in my opinion, are his gym quotes. Like, when he talks about the iron never lying and things like that. Like, that's my favorite fucking thing. I, I've i always wanted to get that printed out and put up somewhere for me because it's just it's so fucking awesome. Like, if I ever make myself a home gym, like, 100% I'm printing that out. I don't remember the quote verbatim off the top of my head, but if you know what, if you've ever looked it up, he says something about, like, 
trust in the iron because the iron never lies. Oh, yeah, words, he, um... Like, meaning, like, if, like, you know, a lot of things in your life can be bullshit. Like, if you go get on a cable crossover machine, say we're talking about working out, a lot of the time, those fucking, the, the amount of weight that they say that you're lifting, it's bullshit. It's the, it's a make you think that you're doing something better than what you're really doing. Look at fucking Planet Fitness. They're trying to fucking get people to work out, yet they have a donut and fucking pizza day. You know what I mean? Like, it's the opposite. And of as you and when you walk out the door, you can have as many tits rolls as you want. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Like, it's it's clearly a bullshit mechanism, you know? But, like, if you're old school into lifting weights, like, he's not wrong. Iron weights don't lie. You can't lie about fucking picking yeah, he, up 225 pounds. He wrote a whole chapter. I think it's called Irons. Yeah. Where he talks about, like, how he got lifting weights and, like, the motivation and it does. It's like, I guess, like, his gym teacher got him to start lifting weights. Yeah. And, like, losing weight. And, like, one of the things that they told him is, like, listen, I don't want you to look into a mirror for three months. I want you to continually, you know, lift the weights, like, yep. work out, do everything. And then at the end of the three-month period, I want you see to See what look. happens. And yep. then you'll see the He's transformation. Right. He's right. Because, like, shit like I've that. Done those kind of things. What sucks is, like, when people, and, like, I'm a victim of it. Like, when you go on a diet... Like you're constantly You look at a scale and it's your worst enemy. Yeah, dude. Like really I is. every week every yeah. week I have a weigh in at the same day when yeah. I wake up. And it's like it will make or break my week. Yeah, and it shouldn't be like I when I when I do get into like working out and stuff, like when I get back on the, those trends in my brain, I don't go near a fucking scale. I'll go on it once, I'll follow it for the first week and then I stop. And then I'll I'll do it once every couple weeks just to just to see where I am plat like plateauing wise. Especially being more muscle. I, I have a hard time losing weight anyways, but I can see it. The way I judge it is how my pants fit or how my shirts fit or just even like even just the way your arms look and shit. But he's right. You, don't, you shouldn't look into it. But anyways, yeah, I get what you're saying, though. It's So this this album, when you were in a in a tough time. Well, it wasn't. Okay, it was. I, I discovered his quotes. And then from there, I started reading his books. And then you read his books. And then I'm like, okay, well, let me check out what he did musically. And they had the Rollins Van. And then from there, continue reading his books, I read Get In The Van, which is his journal from the time that he was in Black Flag until they broke up. So then I was like, oh, okay, well, fucking, this seems interesting enough. And then I found this album. So this album, in a way, reminds me of the depression that I had, the sadness that I almost killed myself, to the fact that, like, in a way, it saved my life. Because if I didn't find Henry Rollins, I honestly don't know if I would still be alive. Because he helped me get out of the funk and he helped me put my mind at ease. And he took my mind out of the gutter and he made it something positive. Like, I I, I had something to look forward to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I discovered, like, oh, he's going to be in October. He's going to be at the Berkeley Music Center. So I was like, okay, well, that's a goal. Like, I want to go to that. I want to meet him. I want to shake his hand. I want to take a picture with him. So, like, he gave me more of, like, a focus on him. Yeah. And, like, doing stuff like that, reading his books. Like, I started writing in a journal because of him. Like, like I said, I read all his books. I fucking have, like, every book that he's ever written. I've read them all front to, fuck, front to back, like, twice. Like, so he saved me. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, I get it. I have people like that. That a, a lot of bands and music in general has done that for me. It's just that's what I get out of music. So do you ever go the opposite way? Like some of the songs are about depression. I don't know if they're necessarily depressing, but what's, I know. What's funny, real quick, what you were going to say, my fa my fact on the depression song was literally going to go, was going to say, 
fun fact, I have depression, but I I, <laughs> yeah. I, I literally had that ran out, and then I was like, that's not good. <laughs> like yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I can't do that. But, I didn't uh, want to make the focus on that, but I don't I don't get that way a lot when I do it for a very short time. But I kind of like to wallow in it a little bit. So sometimes I'll yeah. like try to get myself. Yeah, you have to hit rock bottom sometimes. So do you ever go that way with it? Listening to this, yeah, or in general. Oh, uh, currently right now, I'm in the darkest place that I've ever been, and this is darker than 2007, which I will totally go into detail when we do the update in a couple uh, couple weeks. Like that's gonna that that podcast is gonna take a huge fucking like left turn. Like it's bad, and so like now, like I'm in that I'm in that place, and that's why I was kind of like, all right, well, let me pick this album. Because, like I said, this was my backup, and the only reason why I played this one is because the other one I picked was 24 songs. Yeah, well, what was the other one? You never said. Was it I maybe want to play it again, play it, uh, like, In eventually, so yeah. I don't know if I will. It's 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 similar to this. Okay. So what I'm asking, though, is since you are depressed right now, yeah. instead of listening to music to kind of bring you out of one, do you ever listen to music to kind of wallow in it a little bit? No, because, no. like... Honestly, there's nothing that can make me wallow in it. There's like it's just like it's it's constantly in the back of your head. You know what I mean? It's like that voice in the back of your head, like mm-hmm. you know, like you don't ever match the tone, though. You don't ever like. I think that's more or less what yeah. you're saying. Like if you if I hit a if I hit a dark switch or a tar, uh, a dark plane or whatever, you know, if I'm about to dive in the dark river, or if uh, to keep it topical, if if we were ever in the red plane, there you go, Joe Walsh. <laughs> wow, that was pretty good, actually. I'll like I'm big on I'll throw on something like type of negative and you know it it somehow even though it's bringing you to a low point it somehow snaps you back out of it yeah. because you realize that there is somebody worse than you you know what I mean like I don't know that's what that's how I get it so I know what you're saying I mm-hmm. guess I was just trying to chime in and make it a different no because I'm afraid like if I try to bring myself down to like the level and like get into it like I don't know if you're getting out if, if I'm getting out yeah, you yeah. know what I mean I get like that. right now it's just like I live with it. It's like I said, it's like that voice in the back of your head and it's always like nothing's getting better. No, I hear nothing's you. gonna help you. Like no matter what you do, you're never gonna get ahead. Like like that's the voice that's in the fucking side of my the back of my head. And it's it's garbage, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like that's why fucking this week was a shit sandwich and that's why next week's gonna be a shit sandwich and fucking next week's gonna be a shit pie and then it's just gonna keep going and keep going until one day hopefully it just gets better. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all right. You'll you'll still pick up on the microphone. Yeah, it's gonna sound more like this. That's yeah. all. Well, I mean, I'll I probably sound a lot clearer than Uncle Doobie, but when he's talking from right there, it's all right. He's just letting you do your thing, you know. He's he's just soaking in the moment. I'm chilling. Ray, what'd you think about this album? All in all, it wasn't a bad album, but it wouldn't be necessarily like my first pick. Obviously, it wasn't. It was Gary's, but uh, I would give it. I'm I'm I'll rate it a two, saying that all in all, if he can help people with depression or you know anything. It's a positive thing. Do you listen so. to much hardcore punk or anything like that? Not offbeat. Like every once in a while, there's a few different albums that I'll listen to, but I'm not like heavily in the scene. Yeah, yeah. If you weren't friends with Ray, would you like? I mean, with Ed, would you like? Would this ever be on your radar? Like this type of music? This is different than the stuff I listen to. No, but what I'm yeah. saying is like, you know what I mean? Like this is punk. This is like hardcore punk. This like is, if he yeah, wasn't friends is... with you, would. <clears throat> Probably because I do like some like early punk and stuff like that. He knows and, more like, of that music. than I do. I'm not real big into that early punk. Stuff. I just don't punk follow really through with a lot of 
parts of bands in the genres is because I float around with so much of it that you know I don't really fixate on one thing. Did you ever deep? Did you ever dive into this band before? I've listened I've, to I've a few really different albums, but I cu- I couldn't tell you the names of them off the top of my head. Yeah. What about Rollins Band? You ever fuck with that? You see? Yeah, I've, I've listened to some of that. You know, was that that's more of a uh, like you know stand up speaking to the music and all that. Yeah. See that? Yeah. yeah, that that's harder to get into than this. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. pretty much just spoken word over heavy music. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Like that. What the fuck is that song? The Fall Guy or whatever. Or he's in that. He's also in that. Uh, that's on the Crow, isn't it? Or something. Or no. Uh, Demon Ghost. Night, Ghost Demon soundtrack. Go, uh, Crow. They got Ghost Rider. That's I right. really only know Liar. But they are on the, the Demon on Knight. Yeah. yeah, he is on Demon Knight. I think that song is called The Fall Guy. And he's like, I am the Fall Guy. Well, even Liar. It's like yeah. Liar. Like, he's pretty much just like talking over it until he just starts screaming the, the chorus. Yeah. yeah, I think I liked that at the time. And then I went to listen to that album. And I was like, oh, this was a long time ago. I was like, I'm not listening to this. Yeah, yet. it doesn't. Uh, he That band doesn't hold up. That's why when people were always like, oh, I wish you would come back to music. Like. And he'd be like, well, no, I don't want to... You know what I mean? He doesn't want to live in the past. He wants yeah. to continually move forward. No, what he's doing right now is better than what he was doing then. He's better off doing being more of a speaker than he is... A, like, yeah. he was a good frontman because of the way he looked. And the way he, like... Brandon Chapetti's talked about that on podcasts a couple of times. Because not only was... He's somebody he's he's diagnosed bipolar and he's got severe depression. That's the lead singer Bleeding Through. I talk about him a lot. I'm a big fan of his and that band. But I'm a big fan of his because of the way he he's motivated me kind of like the way you're saying this has motivated you and his gym is named rise above fitness because of that song because of what henry rollins did. like across the stomach are the big fucking huge uh i think i think he's got the black before lines or whatever oh he doesn't have romano tattooed across there no no he doesn't no it's pretty impressive actually when somebody doesn't tattoo their own last name across their stomach but um no like he's talked about that before like when he was a kid when he was a young kid going through depression and like not knowing what it was, he didn't know. Like when you have bipolar disorder, and like you don't realize that's what it that's what it is, and you just have mood swings, and you don't you don't know how to control them. Like you need an outlet. So his outlet was like he's a huge Misfits fan. Uh, fan. He actually had a Misfits cover band at one point, like after Bleeding Through. Then Rise Above, you know, well, or um, Black Flag was a big influence on him too because he talks about Rollins along with like if you look at Rollins, if you look at like old Phil and Selma when he was fucking. Phil Anselmo when he would look, you know, miserable and, you know, pissed off on the stage, like, and he evoked that, like, that fucking thing from you, you know, like, if you looked at old, or Danzig in his heyday, or he, he wanted to become a front man because of those guys, because they looked fucking larger than life on stage, and they commanded fucking respect from you, you know, so that's why, if you look at Brandon Schmetti now, he's fucking shredded, he's not a big man, but he's just unbelievably fucking in shape, but that, he attributes that to Henry Rollins and Black Flag, so... I I'm, I never really got into this stuff myself because this was like, I don't know. It was like above. It was above my knowledge. I grew up around like southern rock and rock and roll and kind of metal. But then I got when when I got into heavy music myself, I got into it through like White Zombie and Marilyn Manson and that side. And then I got more into that like Tool and all those kind of bands in the late '90s. And then when I got into hardcore, by the time I got into it, it was more like it was tough guy hardcore like that you you get from like um like boston or like like terror or um blood for blood or bands like that that's more where i got into the side of hardcore like the hardcore that i liked was was pissed off in a different way like Mm -hmm. pissed off with a message like you know there was a family thing with it you know and it was like a union unity aspect of the hardcore that I, i grew up liking but it was fucking miserable like pissed in a different way like the the music was designed to make you want to hurt people or, but at the same time, like, 
it was all people like this that had depression that just didn't enjoy me. Punk to me was always too like, I don't know. I just never got into that. Like they, to me, punk people always looked like they smelled bad. <laughs> like and they do, but like I never got into like a lot of the like that fucking real high high pitch like strumming. I don't know. It just never really did much for. Me. I like it when it's on. I like a lot of. This. I just I don't know that much of it to be honest with you. I mean, same with me. I don't. I don't. Dead Kennedys. This all that shit. Like I know I, like, I should know it all. I like some of that stuff. A lot of stuff I don't, and it's not stuff I didn't get even searching out any of that stuff until I started going backwards in metal. Yeah. And then I just went backwards in everything. Well, that's what's even crazier is when you go back and look at how many, like, thrash people will say or heavy metal bands are, you know, inspired by bands like this mm-hmm. or that old school punk thing. It's unbelievable how many fucking different styles of music came out of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you would think that, oh, well, one of my biggest influences is fucking Black Flag and punk. And then you're playing like the heaviest metal ever. Like it doesn't it doesn't even make sense. But it's yeah. What it a lot of people get out of it is again take rise above the song. It, it makes you want to do something. And a lot of what ties it together is it's all outside of stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it all kinds of kind of meets somewhere in the middle. Yeah, for sure. It's um. It was it was cool to listen to an album, and I would never. I've tried listening to Black Flag a million times, and I've never been able to just sit and listen to an album because it's just not my. I'm not to that side of it. I'm a little bit more of the hardcore. You should try episode. listening to My War. It's more like a... They kind of got shit for it because it was more metallic okay. than, than hardcore at the time. Well, so even like the, the Chromags, like the song you played last week, I like that a lot. I've I've heard the old Chromags, and it's never really done much for me. Mm-hmm. I like the stuff that he played last week. That's more the style, but that's more what I like. I like the more yeah. metal hardcore than yeah. the punk hardcore. I've listened to a lot of both. I've been to the shows on both sides. I've just never really... Punk has never really done it for me but i like it when i hear it you know what i mean but i don't know it's, it's just it's weird how the the line is right there mm-hmm. and it's weird that like what you hear sonically you know it's even i i'm even surprised that you like it as much as what you do like i'm surprised that you like so much punk or i don't know this... i don't mean i don't like a ton of it but what i like i like i like uh discharge and yeah, yeah. like more crust punk kind you of ever stuff. fuck with ass rash no you'd like them would i yeah if you like that crust punk they're one of the first like mike devolve showed me them like when I was fucking twelve years old or something, the lead singer of uh, Age of Torment or Vogue, he was big in all that crush shit back then. And uh, I remember that was one of the first like punk bands I ever heard that I was like, oh fuck, that's different. It's like a raspier singer, like yeah, and it's usually heavier. Yeah, yeah. So Ass Rash by by the way, guys. I wonder if I can find that. Now that Ash Rash. That's one thing about punk. I'm like. Why are you naming your fucking band Ash Rash? Yeah. <laughs> or Ass Suck. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. what was that man? Was it Fuckhead Five? I don't know. Fuck that a million one. of them. Yeah. yeah. See, they don't even show up on fucking Spotify. Ass Rash. I've definitely. I'm. It's definitely a band that I've heard of. Maybe. Maybe it was just the name of an album. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So what would you? We should. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't do. Normally, I would say let's do fucking um, uh, a um, a rating for each individual song. But a lot of these songs sound pretty much the same. Yeah. So, I don't want to do that. I would say this album, because of what it is, I would say do a cumulative. Like, to me, Rise Above is a three all day long, but I don't think anything else after that is even close to it. I think it's all... I think there's a few songs on here that are three to me, but there's a bunch of stuff that just kind of... It's there, so it probably brings it down to like a two, 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 three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, yeah. I would say the album as a whole, though, because of what it is, I'd give it a solid 2.25 for what it is. 
it's not totally my thing, but I get why it is what it is, and I get what it did for the yeah music world. So, what do you get? Is that what, what you're? Yeah, it's two, 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 three. So I guess yeah, two, so, five. Yeah, two, five. <laughs> what two, would you say? Two point two five. I said I'll give it a two. Two, yeah. Well, that's Doobie, music, everybody. ladies and gentlemen. Maybe I'm fucking crazy. Maybe it was just the name of a... Is it on YouTube, maybe? I'm fine. That's what I'm looking up. Maybe I'm thinking of a, just an album. It was like, he had a vinyl, and it was, but it was super underground, so it might have just been something from Type in Ash, Ash, Ash Rash Punk. Punk. I'm positive I know what it is. Oh, yeah. Facts. Maybe it was Axe Rash, and that's what it was. Ash. What? Ash? I thought it was Ass, and it's Axe. Maybe it's Axe Rash. Rash. Yeah. Oh, it's not funny at no more, though. I'm, I'm going to still call it Ass Rash. That's fine. Yeah, I think that's what it is. If, if not, we Rash. should make a band called Ass Rash. I'm down. No. Yeah, this is what I remember being. That's what I remember being. Anyways. Actually, if we ever made a, uh, a band, I think it should be called the Chili Ring. <laughs> Gerald and the Chili Rings. Oh, that, that's got a nice ring to it. I like it. Yeah, so that's... um. I said, well, I don't know what we, we, because we're behind on this, we really, we really got to do the next two pretty soon. That way we can kind of get them through. Well, the next one that we film. The next full album rewind cycle. Well, I don't think we're going to be able to do f- full albums again this year. Because if you think about it, aren't we going to do, didn't we say we we're going to do for full albums? For, like, instead of doing the last three top albums of the year like we did last last year I think we were going to just do like the top albums at the very end of the year so we're going to still have to do full albums I think yeah I think we were going to the last three we were going to do just our number one right and then we'll do the the final show of the year like a top ten for everybody All right. so then so those are three shows right there alone that we're going to yeah. do full albums listen to so are we going to try to squeeze in another round of four full albums yeah, we'll just—I mean, we'll just squeeze in what we can. If, okay. if something gets left out, something gets left out. All right. Worst case scenario, we can just do two in one day or something. Yeah. You know, which I'm—I'm I'm fine with. If we—if we knew ahead of time, like, oh yeah, this day we're gonna listen to two full albums. You know. But next week is the oh, big. In- oh well. Next time we record. Next yeah. time we record, we'll, yeah. you'll you'll get half an episode next week. But, um, sec the week after that will be our anniversary show. Yep. The which- fifty-two. We're going to try to get uh, a group of us together yep. and pass guests and just shoot the shit. Just have fun. Just bullshit, you know. Uh, should we not even do music for that one? We should do some th- kind of a music thing Yeah, for we that. should do something. We'll figure it out. Maybe like one song each and we'll come up with some fucking theme for it. Like some yeah. kind of a... Maybe like your your favorite party song or something along those lines. Whatever. A fucking get together song or something. Finally, I yeah. can play Andrew WK on the podcast. That's gonna party party. What the fuck? I don't know that. Facts. A lot of people say a lot of people love that guy. Yeah, I Dude, never got into him. I tell you what, when we went to Riot Fest, we kind of went our separate ways at one point. I tried to go to the fucking the tent area where he was. Dude, that fucking place was packed. People love him. The energy that that dude has. Dude, he was fucking running around. I I couldn't even get in. I could only see from the back. Yeah. Dude, he was running around on the fucking stage like he's playing the piano like a fucking maniac. Like the energy that he had was fucking crazy as far as i know he's straight edge or something too he doesn't drink i know that much or he doesn't anymore he was fucking running around like he didn't have ass rash ass rash facts. i think facts i think now that i look back on it, i think it was axe rash and me being 12 years old read it as ass rash <laughs> or there really is a band called ass rash. i should just text mike and be like hey what you know was there am i wrong here to think this 
Because I, I know I saw it. I looked at the fucking album, but it was probably... He's listening right now, and he's probably like, yeah, asshole, there's definitely a band called Ass Rash. Well, when he was into that kind of stuff, he's he's older than I am, and he was, he's was he been into un- underground music longer than I have. Like, when he was listening to that, I was listening to Korn. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's the age difference and what I was... Like, I didn't know anybody that was into underground music at that point. Yeah. And then, like, right after that is when I started finding out about, like, hardcore and punk scene at Tupai Skate Park and all that shit, but... Is Tupai still around? No, 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 no. Well, is the is area I've never where, even heard of it. Well, the area, that's where I met Kristen. The where area it? Where, where it was, is that still around or did they build over it? No, it's it's been where 15 was different it? things. It was you know where a famous pizza is in West Warwick. Oh yeah. fuck! Okay, I know where it is. It now. was right across the street. It was in that plaza in the very back. Now it's now it's Aaron's rental. I think it's like a rental furniture place. You know they have those like rent centers or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's something along those lines now. But at one so it went from Two Pie Skate Park. It was in the corner, and it was a it was fucking huge. That building is way bigger than people realize it was. But was it, it inside or outside? It was inside. The whole thing was inside. Oh, that's wild. And it was, they used to do hardcore shows every uh, every week. So they would sometimes do two a week, but mostly it was on every Friday night, no matter what. Anybody famous ever play there? Oh yeah, Blood for Blood played there. Fucking Hatebreed played there. Pennywise. Uh, Pennywise played there. Yeah, a lot of bands, a lot of big bands played. Fuck played there. man, I never heard of the place. Yeah, it was. I, I've only heard of it by name. I've we never used to met. go every every Friday. Me, him, a bunch of us. We would like I I didn't I skateboarded, but I wasn't good enough if to like, skate in a. In a if place. you were a skater or like you were into like the emo shit, like a lot of kids went there. See, he says emo stuff, but believe it or not, real emo was around back then. But that's not what it, it was. More punk and hardcore. It was like what we just listened to. But like, I mean, that's when like rap core was a thing. Like that Seven Hill Psychos that me and him talk about. That was around back then. What was that fucking Anoxia, that shitty death metal band? They played there a couple times. They had a few good tracks. They fucking... Um, Damn, way to call out that band, man. Fuck, man. Imagine you listen to that and you're in that band. You're like, dude, I love this but What? You said my band shit? No, it was. they weren't that great. They, they have like one or two songs that were right. That lead singer was really weird. He was he was wicked short. And he was just a weird he guy. He rocked the I Love Satan shirt. Yeah. He was imagine, really he, imagine that guy turned out to be the Babel guy. I wouldn't doubt it. He was miserable. Oh he was a pissed off little dude. Me and him saw, me and you saw Anoxia one time way years and years after. I think it was the same show where we well, got I into the fight. I thought it was funny when I was working at the Shell gas station on Main. I was blasting the Anoxia album working third And it was shift, him, right? And one of the fucking guys walked in and was like, holy shit, somebody's playing our music. Yeah. <laughs> we saw them one time. It was We saw them at AS221 time, and that was the same show that we... I got thrown out because of that dude trying to fight Brandon. I beat, no, that I, was Waste Form, Dying Fetus. It was fetus the same show. It was the same Gimmels. show. And Oxy was open up for that show. Dying Fetus. Really? Swear to God. Yeah. Swear to God. Yeah, because he had that or it was a different show, but I'm almost positive that it was the same show. Whatever. Regardless, we saw them years after fucking Tupai. And I remember he was having he had a special microphone that he sang in, and he refused to use anybody else's mic, and they were having a hard time hooking it up for some reason. He just liked his own microphone. And he's this tiny little dude. He's not very big. He's if he was fucking five five or something. He was tiny, and he's like he he, he kind of has like a voice like this until he starts screaming death metal vocals. And he's like, "Hey guys, how's it, how's it going?" You know, and he's like, he said the corniest joke. I'll I'll fucking oh my god. He goes. He finally gets his mic working, and he's like, "Hey guys, can can you turn the lights down a little bit? It's too bright in here." And he get and like you know finally the light guy goes, "Yeah, all right, man, whatever." And he turns the lights on. And he goes, "All right." Now I feel like I'm at home to the darkness. And like, 
<laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, that's when the band kicked in. And he did have a good death metal voice, but it was just funny to me that, like, he's, like, he tried making a joke about, like, you know, darkness and evil, and it just was, it was so fucking lame. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was, it was pretty lame. I think he's from Oakland Beach. I think he's from around here. So we probably run into him all the time. Yeah. He probably works at, like, Stop and Shop or something, knowing that guy. But, yeah, so in Oxy, we saw them back then. I, so I missed a lot of... When Tupai really was bringing bigger bands, I wasn't around. That was like right before I started coming or going there. And then I started going every week. And uh, me, him, Nolan, we all used to go. And that's how I met Kristen. I met her in December. Well, I met her technically before that, but I started dating her because I met her there. And um, fucking, we used to see all kinds of bands play there. I've, I don't think, I mean, what anything ever come out of what we saw? A lot of our friends' bands played there and shit too, but what the fuck is the band that... Uh, as the sunsets, they got big. I was thinking of that too. As the sunsets actually got signed at one point, and they were putting us. So Jay Crow was in Barrier Dead afterwards. He started. That's how we met him. He was in Adam Kill's first band, Indifference, right? Yeah. We had the tape for that, and then that they broke up, and fucking Luke, who owned Hope Street Tattoo and did most of my tattoos, he started a punk band called he, Citizens Unrest or something. He you did know my, him too. He did my Homer Simpson. Yeah, he was in Citizens Unrest. They just did a 20-year anniversary show like two weeks ago or a couple weeks, a couple months ago. And then um, Adam kept on signing. They started Diax. And the guitarist from Diax, Nick, started Daughters. And Daughters is actually a pretty big thing. So, like, a lot of bands turned – a lot of people turned into things from that place. But, it, like, by the time it was done, I think the guy's name was Horatio that owned it. I'd have to get on – like, Tuff would be able to talk about it or Jay Crow would be able to talk about a lot of the stuff that was going on because he rented up – there was a weird place, like – it was huge, and they had big ramps all over the place, and a big half pipe bowl or whatever. And then they had all kinds of different shit. And like there was a stage near the near the back, and people would just be skating like on BMX bikes and shit, or like rollerblades while you were fucking moshing and stuff. In the place, it was a really weird place. It was cool for back for back then. I mean, it was either that or go to the fucking mall back then. What else were you gonna do, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, Indifference and a few other bands rented a space. They had like a uh, whatever band space. Like up in upstairs room in this place, mm. I never got to go up there, but I know a lot of bands that were up there, and so they just used to put on shows every week. But after a while, like the place just started getting run down. Like you know, a, a, two months would go by, and all of a sudden you'd go to the bathroom for the first time in there or whatever, and like the fucking lights would be hanging, you know, and like there would be extra graffiti now on the walls, or it just turned into a fucking pit. I remember going there one time. I stopped going there for a while because I got into a fight. And I went back a couple months later, and the place just looked like a fucking dump. It just looked wicked run down. And I went on a rainstorm one time, and rain was coming through the fucking bathroom ceiling and shit. And, like, I just think the guy, like, there was a point where it was at its peak, and then you could just see the writing on the wall. So what, did you just go to that hangout? Because I can't picture you on a skateboard. I used to, I used to skate, but I wasn't I wasn't good enough to uh, to go on ramps. I just I was good at, like, I could ride one really well. Like, I could I would use it as my yeah, transportation mode. And I was I could do like bullshit stuff, but I I wasn't into getting hurt. Like I didn't I didn't like the idea of like breaking my wrist, jumping over a fucking thing. I was more into like, well, I got Kristen pregnant at fifteen, so you can tell what I was getting into. Or I was selling weed, uh, statute of limitations back then. Can't get in trouble for it now, right? Anyways, so I was that guy. Um, but I I would I was into music, so the fact that I could go see live music every week for five bucks. Like, why wouldn't I go do that? So it was every single Friday there was a hardcore show. And, you know, you know what was coming up the next week. And sometimes it was really good. Sixth Sense was a bigger band from around here. Freak Show. Fucking, you know, uh, the fuck is it? What's the other band? Oh, my God. I can't remember half the names. I wish somebody said Do you remember any of the other bands? So what time period is this? Like, 99, 2000, somewhere around there? 99, 
97, 98, yeah, 98, 99. And then by, by, I remember like by early 99, I don't think it was even really a thing anymore. I think it was starting to die by that point. It just, it just shut it shutting down. But then by that point, all the kids that were playing there started playing at like AS220 and fucking spots up here. So like once, yeah, just started, yeah, the living room was a big spot. A lot of us started going up there. So it just got to a point where like it was easier just to go play at a real place because it wasn't really a concert venue. Like it was, it was kind of a bullshit setup. But it was fun for what it was. And what was really cool about it was bands would come in from out of town and it would be a mix of things. It wouldn't just be like four hardcore punk bands. It would be like like a, a death metal band with like a hardcore band with like two punk bands and a fucking ska band. You know what I mean? Like it was just a, it was just whoever wanted to play that week. And again, Beat a Dead Horse, it was five bucks. So, so it's peak period then. If that was 97, it must have been like 94, 95. No, no, no. Like I think it opened in like 97. Oh, really? Yeah, as a, it, as it, a it was kid, only around for like two, two or three oh, okay. years. As a kid long. in that plaza, there used to be a guy who parked his, um, he had like a U-Haul truck, but it had the old WWF logo on it. And I think he used to work for WWF. And like as a kid, I was just like, why the hell is that fucking truck parked in there? I'm surprised you don't remember that. It was there for fucking like five six years and then he eventually it's like some fan bought it but i think he worked for wwf at the time and then like he got fired and i think he sold the truck but yeah that was there for ages i barely got out of warwick when i was a teenager so like that would have been completely out of my view i only knew about it because i went to tollgate and tollgate's not very far i mean tollgate's right off you know not too far from coesit and that's literally the end of coesit road so I knew a bunch of, and a lot of people from my high school played in bands back then. Like I just said, Adam Gill and Luke Taylor and all those guys. And Nolan was neighbors with Adam Gill. And like Adam's, I would love to get Adam on because that dude's fucking nuts. Dude, I'm talking like every band that became a thing in the 2000s hung out at his house. Like Unearth used to hang out at his house. Converge used to hang out at his house. I'm pretty sure I've heard about hate breed, like old versions of it hanging out at like Bands would play here and just go hang out at Adam's house. Like, he would literally have, like, 100 people at his house, mm-hmm. like, every weekend, just chilling out. And fucking, that's just who he was, from what I remember. And I wasn't around. I didn't go to that, to Nolan's house all that often when I was young. But, like, it was just, it was a thing. He would be an interesting person to get on because he grew up in that fucking, that time, time frame. Anyways. Yeah, it's two-by skate park. It was a, it was a, it was a. Like a timestamp of history. You got to think of what was going on in, in the mid '90s. You got to think like with the X Games and the Gravity Games and mm-hmm. all that shit being from from Providence was where the, both of them started. Mm-hmm. You know, and then like Mountain Dew was a fucking was a Generation X thing, and then you had all this other stuff. It was also gross. I like Mountain Dew. I'm not gonna lie, you don't like Mountain Dew? Fucking Damn, gross. kid! But all that Mountain Dew you drank and you still had a baby. I don't, I, was, I never said I drank a ton of it. I just remember it being a thing. They always used to sponsor like the X Games and all that stuff. So. You know, it was like the the youthful, or like mm-hmm. Surge. Remember Surge? Ugh, shit yeah. was gross. It came it came back, and it's not. Still, yeah, I remember still yeah, a couple years ago they came back, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, Surge!" Well, the problem was that was an, that was an energy drink before energy drinks were a thing. Because you'd think yeah. like Red Bull didn't come out until like ninety and Jolt. Remember Jolt? Oh my god, oh my I remember Jolt. Yeah, yeah remember when you were a kid, you'd fucking drink a bottle and you'd yeah, you would think that Jolt was the greatest thing, and it's yeah. like it was like that. It was. Oh. I, it was our version of drinking a beer because yeah. it's like, oh my god, this is your big. parents. Yeah, my, I used to get yelled at if I drink it, so I would have to drink it at my friends' houses. I could go see my friend, my dad do a line of coke in front of me, but I couldn't drink a Jolt Cola. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could I could sit and watch a horror movie with my mom at three years old. She'd make me sit and watch uh, Freddy's Nightmares with her on TV, but I couldn't have a Jolt Cola. Freddy's Nightmares so underrated. 
I remember seeing it when I was a kid. I don't remember. I haven't watched an episode since I was little, so I have no idea. Same thing. Didn't didn't Friday Thirteenth wasn't that like an anthology show too? Friday the Thirteenth was the show where it had literally nothing to do with Jason or the mythology of. I don't think so. They literally just bought the name, right? What, yeah. yeah, they got the name, and then what happened was it was about a guy who sold his soul to the devil, and then when he died, he possessed all of his possessions in the antique store. So they sold all like antiques, like the new owners came in and sold all the antiques. And then some guy came in and was like, oh, these are possessed by the devil. We need to get all these uh, relics back. So each episode was them going to track down all the items that they sold at the little like the thing to and what the, 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 the things would do. It was just. It had nothing to do with Jason, but as a kid, you're you're watching, and you're like, "Oh shit, Friday the 13th. Yeah, like, you're thinking that it has see, something to yeah. do with the. I can't movies. wait to see some Jason. Yeah, it's Freddy's nothing. Nightmares wasn't bad. Freddy's Nightmares wasn't bad. It was wasn't it him telling the story or something? Yeah. Right. The first episode was the Freddy Krueger origin, how he became Freddy Krueger. Like okay. they showed the trial, like him, like with all the children, and then from there on, it's just like him telling a horror story. Like he's in the beginning. I remember his intros. Like the he intros, would talk, he yeah. would pop in in the middle, yeah, and be yeah. like, "Hey, kids!" Like blah blah blah. And then at the end, he would like do an outro, and that was it. Yeah, I, I remember that. I just don't remember the actual. But show. as a kid, like in Freddy Krueger, that was enough for us to be like, "Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Freddy Krueger's here!" But like the Wait, other you one, fuck with those shows when you were young. What is it? Fucking. Um... What shows? Here, you want? Here, Springs to you. Yeah, what shows are you talking about? Nightmare, uh, the Freddy's Nightmares. Freddy's Nightmares or Freddy's? Is that a cartoon? No, no, it was a, a real life show. It was an anthology, like horror show. Before can't was... say I ever watched it. No, no. I'm sure you should look it up. You'd, you'd probably like it. Yeah. <laughs> Would I like it as much as Gary's shit in his pants? That's fake news. I gotta remember. Me. Nobody else can use that now. <laughs> probably got fucking ass juice all over it. Nah, kid, you gotta get some fucking pink eye. You use this. That's why we have these little fancy pantsy fucking sleeves over here. Even these. when you eventually get black, I'm keeping mine orange. I want to be different. Speak- I would just keep them fucking colored. Yeah, I'm gonna. Speaking of uh, anthology series, I think the trailer for the new Creep Show show came out. Has anyone seen it yet? I didn't even yeah. know that that was a thing. Does it look any good? Um, uh, mm-hmm. it looks decent. I can't get over how the Creep Show guy looks like. Like the new. Um, Is this gonna be on cable or something? It's on Shutter. Shutter. All right. Would you guys have Shutter, right? Yeah, I, well, I did. I got rid of it for someone right now. I, only, use, I need I need someone's password because I just... I, I only ever sign up for it for Halloween time because they put up a lot of free movies that you want to see during that time. And it's fucking four bucks. Is this the, the Joe Bob month. guy on there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you guys see that he's coming? He's coming to the Columbus Theater? Yeah. That'd be kind of cool to go see. I think it's on like a Thursday, though. Is it? Something like that. It's also months away. So if we really... I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming that I'm not going to be able to go to because yeah. just money's tight right now, but... Um, there's a lot of things that I would like to go see. I fucking missed one thing last night. You ever see things that go by and you're like, how the fuck did I hear about this sooner? Yeah. Like it comes up the day of, and then you find out about it. That happened last night. The fucking, uh, Linnea Quigley from, um, she's from God demons and she's in, Return uh, of the Return Living of the Living Dead. Dead. She's trash. She was in Boston last night. They watched, they did a viewing of the movie and she then they did trash. a meet and greet with her. I, dude, I would fucking, I don't care how old that lady is. I would still do it. I still think she's fucking. This is just what something about her. She had ugly feet. She'd be the one thumbs. exception. She's the one. She exception. looks and she's rough looking too, but she's fucking <clears throat> toe thumbs. I love that, dude. Being young, like she was, that was one of the first times I remember like watching a movie, being like, 
that's everything in the world that I think is beautiful. Like, I thought she was the hottest fucking thing in the world in that movie. She was one of my favorite parts of uh, Return of the Living Dead when I was young. Dude, her, her walking around naked, like, whew, totally fucking spank bank material. Often. You know? And even watching it back now, still hot. Look at her. She's so hot. Demon's not as much, but she does that weird shit with her face and she fucking puts the lipstick all over her face. You ever see, have you ever seen Demons? Probably. Like so in the it's 80s. a fucking weird movie, but. All those weird ass 80 movies were weird. That's why they're weird. That's why they're weird, movies. yeah. Have you guys fucked with the new Twilight Zone with Jordan? No, I've heard only bad things. Yeah, I haven't fucked with it. It's on fucking. If it was on a cable channel like HBO, I would have been all about like it. Like, I have. We have the CBS app. Yeah. But I just. I still haven't made my. I still way. haven't gotten around to doing any Black Mirror, which everyone raves about. I've never seen a single episode, and I've heard Me nothing either. good stuff about it. I gave up when you when I couldn't figure out how to get that fucking stupid episode to work. Yeah, that's different. What episode? That's only oh, that one episode. Yeah, I like that, but I haven't seen an actual episode. You ever fuck with that? How range? did you not figure that out? Black yeah, Mirror. I've seen a few episodes here and there. What do you think about? You some think of about? them are good. Some of them are pretty shitty. Well, it's like anthology movies yeah. in general, like VHS. That was a pretty good one. Did you ever see that? Yeah, that wasn't bad. I like that. The, the fucking first, the girl, the creepy girl. With the, the first fucking... two were good. I know. There's. I think the second was a little rough. The the first the second one is that the one that they have the the Jim Jones guy or is that yeah. the first one? Yeah, no, I think that's the second one when they it was in like China or something. That one that was the only one out of that I liked. Has anybody the uh, watched Graveyard Shift? It's probably the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, a long time ago. That's long not time bad. Ago. That, oh, the one with like the giant like, the rats, bat, the rat bat or whatever. Oh, the fuck it was, it is. that was not that bad. Yeah, I don't mind that movie. I watched Creepshow two not too long ago, and I remembered. I think I talked about this on a podcast. I remember like why I'm afraid of water now because of the fucking the, oh the raft. I, what the fuck? I man? beat you. Yeah, and then it eats him. It's one of the first boobies I've seen on on film. With the boobies. Boobies. Talk, speaking like a true fucking. Hey, Gary, Gary likes boobs. Facts. Boobies. Facts. Facts. Actually, see this this riffing at the end here. I'm I'm digging this conversation. I like stuff like this when we're just kind of winging it. This is what people like about like actually podcasts in general. That's why people like podcasts because it makes you feel like you're in a room talking to people. I mean. If, I, the wall if, if we polled 10 people, I would say at least seven of them would probably be like, I could do without the uh, the music. Yeah. Because you lose I a agree. whole genre. Lose, that's why we started breaking it up. Because if we were, when we were doing that re- real early on, we were losing people. It's not meant for everybody. No. But at the same time, you also don't want to put out something that nobody's going to listen to. So, like, you cater to the fucking usual people with the first half of the show. And then the second half, you talk about music. And if anybody's still listening by this point, you know, that's great. But we're still doing better nowadays with the way we have it than what we first. We had like four hour episodes a couple of times that if you try to yeah. get through that, dude, oof, good luck. But we've we've come a long way with this. But some of these stories, I like when we talk about this kind of stuff because it's just funny how you'll remember things. That's how you remember certain shows or movies or whatever, you know. Photoshoot. For what? Me? No, I was taking a picture of me with my microphone. Oh, I mean, I would have done that for you and put it up. Okay, I'm glad then. that you guys didn't notice because my nipple was just hanging out. No, I noticed. I, noticed. I just yeah, I just didn't say anything. <laughs> you guys they were said both something. staring. Why would I? Why would I fucking say something when your titties yeah. hanging out? Why would I say something when I know you're gonna put it back in? Right. I went. I went. I was <laughs> oh, so you guys just want my nipple to hang out? <laughs> it was pretty funny because you were so casual. Oh. Like you look. You look so comfortable right Dude, now. Dude, I literally. Funny. I looked over and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take a photo. I'm like, all right, my gut's hanging out. And then I look down. I'm like, oh shit, my nipple's hanging out. But like. I'm surprised that you haven't just tried to record now. Now that you realize 
both of you look at these two. They're both me and you are like into it. We're sitting forward. Yep. Even when we get arms, they're gonna hate that because they're gonna have to sit fucking forward. Yep. I don't mind sitting forward. It was just like a lot. Like now they'll be able to like just pull it back to them. Yeah, exactly. Because you two are clearly like, like every episode now. This is what they're gonna do. No, I sat out on the table. We might have gotten more out of Ray if he started like that. You're probably right. We would have gotten more out of Ray if he didn't take that massive fucking rip off his pen early. <laughs> fucking oh, well, I'm sorry. No, I don't care. I'm just... You think... Don't take it as like it's an attack, man. It's just... That's what happened. It's, it is what it is. But, you know, it's just an observation. Just Listen, an observation. Listen, all... I woke up fucking stone-ass drunk this morning still, so... I know. took an edible last night. I thought for sure I was going to wake up and fucking be still half edibled up, but I'm fine. What are you going to say, Gary? I forgot. Oh, me, we never talked about me and Ray fishing yesterday. We didn't really do much with it. It was just me, him, and my nephew, but still a fun time. Fuck it. I got, the, I got a sick sunburn on the back of my head. You guys catch some good sunfish? That's about it. That's all you catch over there. Unless you have... I don't know how to use, like, real rigs and shit, so, like... Dude, I've never caught anything other than sunfish. I've unless, caught a couple bass. Unless I went on a giant, like, fucking one of those big fishing boats. No, if you know what you're doing with like rigs and stuff, or what do they call them, jigs or whatever, like you can actually catch fucking good sized bass out of that place. Plus trout, I've caught What's one your rainbow mouth? trout. Listen, last time I checked, I wasn't the one afraid to fucking say certain things on the show here. Come on, if, if Ray's talking, he's throwing it in. Big on rigs, he said, not what you like. No, right? no, no. <laughs> Calm down. Man. Speaking of which, all right, let's back up the truck for a second here. What was this idea that you had the other day where you said let's? Say, let's let's admit something that we're embarrassed about. Clearly, it was you going to finally give up the fact that you're in love with Jackie, and that was your way of doing it. But no, you were no, hoping no. somebody else was going to say something like, more embarrassing. I feel like because I got some shit that like I've done in my life that like is is funny and would spark good conversation. And I thought maybe you guys would equally have something. Well, tell us what. Well, here's no, no, the no, no, thing: no. we 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 it's far too late. We frequently on the show say everything about whatever we feel like saying like i've told many a fucking personal stories that i probably you know most people would be embarrassed to talk about so i get what you're saying but it was the first initial thing that you put up i was like what's See, it, it, it was an weird. idea that i was trying to hash out because i feel it could yeah. bring good conversation something that yeah. we would bring at the beginning of the con- like the podcast what are you doing right trying to figure out how to hold it better exactly you can just take it off the mic stand. Yeah, or could leave it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you could take it off the mic stand, or you could leave it. There you go. So what was so two I, good options? You were clearly trying to come up with a new segment, which I get that, and I appreciate the fact you've been doing some. Which things. I thought that's what that message board is for. For it us is. to it shoot is. off ideas, not. It, it was just a weird idea. It's also for us to fucking shit on them if we want to shit on them. So. Yeah. Well, I don't see anybody else bringing ideas to the guy. I don't think we table. really shit on it. We just, we, we I don't just... hear from... We're having conversations about what's going on and Ray doesn't say one word and then you're like, hey, Ray, we going fishing? <laughs> yeah, what time? No, <laughs> seed fucking 25 minute ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. See, that's why you got to put your shit on mute like me. No, but um, I'm saying like, you know what I mean? Like, we're all... I like, did that because I text them and his phone was shut off. So I the only way I could get a hold of him was doing it that way. I didn't pay my bill. Just got oh, really wow. dark in here. Yeah, it did. And not because of the way you're thinking, Gary. Oh, shit. You racist piece of shit. No. Independence. Why'd it get dark up in here? Independence Day. Oh, you might be right. Area 51. Um, no, so what was... All right, so what's the story that you were going to tell? No, 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 no. It's far too late in the it's, podcast. No, it's not. This is the best time for it because if this is like an Easter egg for people. People that get this no, far into the show... I'm saving this. I'll save... You know what? No, I'll, I say... I, say I will give one... No, 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 I, I will... Nope. I say you have to. T- you have I'll to give. give I'll give right this. Now. I'll give one of the. I'll give one of the better ones on 
episode fifty-two. Well, give us an example of it, though, because we—that's the issue—is why we why we all kind of shit on it because it, the way you worded it was was awkward. It was almost like you were. You like tell tell a secret that nobody right. knows, and it was twenty minutes after you put up. Then it wouldn't about, be a secret. Well, you talk about like you made one post about how life keeps on feeding you shit sandwiches, and then twenty minutes later in a podcast, you're like, "Hey guys, I have a really good idea. I think we should all admit something that we don't want." Well, yeah, because I eventually want all my secrets and all my embarrassing stories to be out there before I eventually kill myself. So then everybody knows everything about me. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. This is like a good episode of Mori Povich. I'm trying. You are not the father. Y'all might get up and do the jig. I said jig with a J, not N. I heard what you said, you piece of shit. So here's so here's what I'm getting at. Because it's your idea, and we're trying to figure out, and it's not a bad idea. It's like you know coming up. It's telling an embarrassing story that nobody knows about. Almost like that that thing on Comedy Central uh, story or whatever that is, uh, the Ari Shafir thing that it came up with. Not story time. This isn't happening. Yeah, this isn't happening. So it's similar. There's stuff out like out there like that, which is fine. Everything is just every idea out there is just you coming up with a different version of somebody else's idea, which is fine. That's the, that's this podcast. But you, because it's your idea, need to give us an example of what you're talking about. Oh, I will maybe totally we'll give you an episodes. idea on the next episode. No, you got to give us one now. So don't give us the main. Because we're not story. gonna remember it. Give us give us a little something that's not the main story you want. What's more embarrassing than you shitting on a plate and your friend eating it? That's not embarrassing for him, though. That's embarrassing. Ah, uh, it's still kind of weird. That's it's an odd story. Dude, to that have ain't embarrassing for me at all. I took a shit in the floor, and that motherfucker put it on a muffin and ate it. Most and people, I'm the bad guy in that. Most people wouldn't be comfortable telling a story about you and two of your male friends in a fucking room watching you take your pants off, shitting on a plate in the middle of said room with those two people still in the room, and then permitting does, to okay. watch your friend. Does sh- does this make the story any creepier that I did not shit on a plate? I shit on newspaper. <laughs> what are you, a fucking cat? <laughs> fucking dog? Yeah, cats take shits on newspapers. Yeah, I've seen a couple cats take shits on newspapers. I've seen only cats take shit on fucking uh, in kitty litter boxes. My point being, mm-hmm. you gotta like, you gotta give us something. So, what's a secondary story that would have been? You gotta give us something. Otherwise, see, like all the about. stories that I would tell are are like a plus because like so fucking give us one. I'll give you one next episode. No, you got to give us something else because this is a Gary centric episode because it was your album and you picked an album that we couldn't really talk much about. So you got to give us something else. You didn't even do facts today. I had to do them. I had to take your thing. I had to steal your gimmick and make it better. And I didn't even have to look in a mirror to fucking reset my lines to do it. He did carry the wrestling segment. Facts. That's true. Earlier. That's true. Although I don't know, I give Ray some fucking credit. Ray was coming up with some zingers. That's the most. Yes, but if. The majority it was me trying to keep it alive, and then Ray would come in and be like, "Yeah, that's left eye." But it was funny, and he was unexpected. You didn't expect that out of Ray. He's not okay, going to give you commentary. The next time, I'll match. I'll let Ray take over no, and the, do the commentary, the is, and then I'll come in with my quips. The point of it is to just go for it, and that's the thing. It's not about who did what or how did this, and th- just do it. My point today being, it's a pretty Gary Gary centric episode. We're trying to make you, you know, we're trying to like. Solidify some more. How about I give you, you? I'll tell you the main. I'll tell you. Okay, I'll tell you something. Stop pussyfooting around it. Just give us a. I'll fucking tell you story. something, but I won't go into detail, and I'll finish the story next episode. Okay. How's that? All right. Okay. Maybe, you never know. Maybe I'll tell a fucking story. It'll be funnier with one. extra people that don't know Gary that well here. Okay. Yeah, but Ben knows Gary really <laughs> ben well. Does. So, yeah. I once paid for anal sex. On yourself? No. Oh, okay. Somebody else. It would have been funnier if you're the one getting butt fucked. Mm. 
Think about it. No. Gary gets pegged. Name of the episode. Yeah. What is the name? What's the? Oh, you fucking fuck you. You look like a walrus. Yeah. No. So all right. So you once paid somebody. Was it a Craigslist ad? Nope. Is this the main story that you wanted to tell? This is what made me think of it, and then there's another one that spawned it because it's in the same genre. I similar story. Mm-hmm. Once had to buy a girl a milkshake from Dun- from Burger King specifically for the same act. I true story. Once, Facts. Uh, picked up a, I guess you would call her like a fuck buddy. Mm. Bought her Subway, and then went home and plowed her. So in a sense, it cost me five bucks to have sex. How much does a back in two thousand and five? Mm-hmm. How much do you think a, a medium vanilla milkshake would have cost a Burger King? Two three bucks. That's also the same reason why I had to take out my 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 ding dong was pierced at one point, and that's the reason why I had to take it out because I wanted to perform that same sex act. Actually, no. Back then, fucking milkshakes were pretty expensive. They were for what they they're still expensive in my opinion. I think they're overpriced. You mean a cabinet? And they also suck now. <laughs> yeah, they're not that good. Oh, McDonald's still is holding the game strong with their milkshakes. You know who's it's got not good even, like real ice cream anymore? Well, yeah, but you know who's got legit milkshakes still? Is fucking uh, you ever have Five Guys? Yeah, that's fucking good. That's real good. Yeah, what do you work for Five Guys? Fucking drink the fucking Five there. Guys milkshake, eat the Cajun fries. I went there yesterday based on our conversation recently, and Smashburger destroys Five oh, Guys. Oh, fuck you. You're fucking Destro- crazy. Fuck oh. you. Wait, wait, wait. You're fired. Yeah. Mike Jakes, you're hired. You're off the team. You need to come here, set up your equipment, leave. <laughs> we'll call you when we're done. You come back and unhook it and then leave. All right, all right, real good quick. fries, great fries, average burger. Smashburger is disgusting. I had Smashburger once, but it was really good when I had it. So I will. I, I still maintain that I'll take a Wendy's burger over a fucking Five Guys burger. No way. Every fucking time. Although I've heard really good things about that. Was this uh, Shake Shack up in? We finally got one in Providence on Thayer Street. Oh, really? A lot of people say those are the best burgers going, but I don't know. What? All right. Did you fuck with the the Cajun fries though? Is that how they normally come? No, they no. were putting something on that because I didn't see that on the menu. You just asked for it. Oh, you just ask for Cajun fries. It's on the menu. You you have to. It's literally either French fries or Cajun fries. There's only one. There's only two different ways. They have a bunch of like um, just like at all those places, they all have special specialty menu items. I don't think they really advertise the Cajun fries. Yeah, thing. even the burgers. It's just like oh, here's no, a, think, a burger and the a fries. I think they say Cajun style. Maybe they do up uh, on the board. But there's there's things that you can order there though. Like you can get a fucking because they make grilled cheese too. I think you can make like a grilled cheese burger so like you make you literally take a grilled cheese and a grilled cheese and use those as buns so you have a grilled cheese as one bun a grilled cheese a full grilled cheese as the other bun and then you have the two i remember when i went there the first time i didn't understand like how to order because like it's weird i I just wanted a double cheeseburger but but their their normal burger is a double yeah yeah and then i'm like well what is a little burger and they're like oh that's just that's just like a single patty I was looking for a double cheeseburger when I went, and I just got a burger, and I was like, oh, it's a double anyway. Yeah. I've only been there a few times. Well, that's a, another reason why it's so awesome. Well, I when I was on keto big time, they do lettuce wraps, and I, what I would do is no bullshit. I would go and get a fucking triple, so a cheeseburger, add a patty, add ba- with bacon, and then put it in a lettuce wrap with mayo and fucking, like, mushrooms or something. And, like, the next day, I'd be down, like, four pounds, because when you're in ketosis, like, a one, that's, like, one meal, and then you'd just be good for, like, a day. And I'd literally wake up the next day and be down, like, three pounds every fucking time I ate one. So I'd eat, I started eating, like, once a week. It's a double like, burger, but they're also thin as shit. Yeah, but so are smash burgers. The whole idea of no. a smash burger is the fact that it's smashed. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That's the whole point of it. 
No, you take listen. Home yeah. Ed is spewing facts. No, they're like good thick burgers. They're no, not. Smash Bar- Smash Burger is disgusting. Compared to I've had Smash Burger it. twice. Disgusting. I, I, was, I thought huh? it was overrated for what it was. Compared to Five Guys? Yeah, Five disgusting. Guys. Disgusting. Dude. Five, five, like, Wendy's good, beats fucking Five Guys. Get out of here. Crazy. What? Yeah, I just no said way. that. It depends I would on which Wendy's you go to. Take Wendy's so. burgers over Five Guys. Burgers. You're, you're fuck. He just, I don't think so. Come on. Five Guys is one. I'm going to go to this Wendy's not on this the way one. home. Not this one. And it's still going to be better than what I had yesterday. You're fucking nuts. This man knows. Yeah. Is it like a flavorless burger with some cheese on it? No way. The cheese is the best part. Yeah. yeah. It's cheese. It's cheese is the best part of every burger. The burgers are the, the reason why they're so good is because they're simple. You're not supposed to put a bunch of stuff on burgers. Oh, I don't need a bunch of stuff, but they were thin. It was, eh, it's whatever. See, I don't know, man. I must be eating different stuff. Which one did you go to? The one in Warwick? Yeah. I don't know, man. Everyone, I've, like, I can eat one of their burgers and feel stuffed for fucking almost two days after you eat one. Well, not to mention, like, you're eating that burger, the fucking patty with all the fucking cheese and everything, and then you're eating the fucking pound of fries. Like, I could eat that, and I probably wouldn't be able to eat fucking for a day. At well, least. like when I was again back to keto thing, I wouldn't, I couldn't eat the fries, so I literally just get a triple cheeseburger and fucking on like a lettuce wrap, and it was a done dunsky for like a fucking day and a half, man. Like you'd be packed. Yeah, fries are good. Smash burgers are way better. Smash burger fries or the burgers? Uh, burgers. Well, if the know what we also need to fuck with too is uh the dude who owns Paco Tacos instead of re bringing it back as Paco Tacos over across from Thea Arena. Not Thea Arena. What the fuck is that? Yeah, Thea Arena. Yeah. Right? Isn't it Zacco's Tacos? No, no Paco's Tacos. Tacos. Now it's something else. Yeah, it's oh, actually. Oh, I'm thinking of something he, else. He just had a soft opening on Wednesday. It's uh, Axelrod's um, Slider. It's a, it's a slider place. So Axelrod and Sliders? Axelrod. His, his son's name is Axel, I think, or something like that. But his little, like, three-year-old son. But he, it's like a burger and fry shack now. So, and I've, from what I've heard, everybody that's had it so far says it's fucking Paco's awesome. Tacos over there fucking suck. So, here's the, here's the thing. When it was over there, I still like it, but I agree with you that I just don't think he was able to give out what he was trying. Because if you go to Paco's Tacos, the, the actual I, one. Yeah, I've had it, but it's good. It's but way over better there, over so. there. Everything was always fucking cold. Yeah, I just don't think that billing was set up for that. Like, yeah. compared to, because he, and I, even on his truck, his tr- if you get a, one of his burritos from his truck, they're fucking phenomenal. Yeah. But he, uh, um, I'm actually excited to, uh, to try out that those sliders. They look pretty fucking good. He knows what he's doing with food, man. He's, this is literally like what he's been doing for years, mm-hmm. so. Um, we should try to. That might be interesting because the Shake Shack thing, that would be a, an interesting fucking thing for us. Uh, to, a Shake Shack time. review. Yeah, Shake Shack review. Because now that the the hype has died down, you know what sucks? I think have we talked about how how bad Sonic is. Sonic Burger fucking. Loves. I haven't gone. It's not good. Not good. It's it's like a piss poor version of Wendy's. It never tastes like it looks really good, but then you eat it and everything tastes really bland. Like the fries are bland. Have you what's up? What's up with fucking A and W? You ever fuck with that? You remember that shit? It was good back in the day. I don't know how it is now. It's not bad. You have to go out of your way to go to it up in Smithfield, but I want an Arby's around here. That's what I want. I've never eaten Arby's in not my with life. The fucking commercials make their food look. They delicious. used to have an Arby's yeah. at Emerald Square Mall. Yeah, I've had that a few times. The Aju, pretty good. I've never uh, never fucked with it because we don't have any around here. I imagine it. You know what I used to love? That's not around really anymore. There's a couple. Boston Market used to be fucking great. Boston Market's still really good. Actually, Boston Market, again, when I was doing keto thing or low carb, that's another good one because you could go and you can get like a half chicken. <laughs> fucking <laughs> cocksucker. I'd rather have Boston Market <laughs> than fucking Chick-fil-A back Oh, yeah. Chick-fil-A's not that good. No, There's a Boston not. Market right down the road from my house. Yeah, Cranston. Yeah, it's in the plaza. With yeah, like, what's, uh, yeah, yeah. Even you can eat there because all the sides, the fucking cream spinach is phenomenal. 
The fucking sweet potatoes are good. Phenomenal yeah, the food's there. so good, man. And it's all real food. And for, like you can get a half chicken meal for like eight bucks, and you got real fucking sides. It's real food, and you don't feel like shit when you're done eating. Oh, it. I used to love their mac and cheese. They had like the spiral mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, their mac and cheese is legit. I like their fucking red potatoes. Their red uh, like garlic or whatever potatoes is a fucking good. And their mashed, I mean, their gravy obviously is really good. Mashed potatoes and all that. But um, remember when it was Kenny Rogers Roasters mm-hmm. originally? That was pretty good too, dude. Do you, anybody remember fucking Roger Clemens? Uh... Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. Wasn't very good. Nope. I went when it opened. That was, and they were all three were in the same building, weren't they? Weren't they over where fucking now it's Chick Fil A? Uh, yeah. No, uh, Ken, no, no. Kenny Rogers. That was is like where in the Waltz Ch- Plaza, where Chick Fil A was, and where yeah. Waltz is in Burger Wasn't King Kenny Plaza. Rogers? Wasn't it Roy Rogers? No, no, no. Roy Rogers Kenny was the thing that was up in New Hampshire. Oh, you thinking right. of it? They used to be like a truck stop. Yeah. Like you could go and get burgers, like burgers and fries. All right. Yeah, because everybody just remembers Kenny Rogers from the fucking the Seinfeld episode. Yeah, but we, yeah, he was actually. Everybody weird. remembers Kenny Rogers from the, the oh, Kenny Rogers the like chicken from okay. the right. yeah when there's the, the big red sign out in front of outside of fucking Kramer's window or whatever it made him crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit. Kenny Rogers roasts was legit. That's all the so the era when fucking KFC started doing roast uh, KFC gold chicken and they had they brought in rotisseries to try to fucking fight off all those people that it was like a trend. So, yeah. Anyways. Um, and now the new trend is Louisiana hot chicken. Like everybody's got that shit all of a sudden because like that's the new thing. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not overly impressed with the Chick Fil A thing. I think I think it's all right for what it is. Yeah. I, I you know I think the waffle fries and the lemonade are like the best part of that place. But I don't see the fucking hype. Dude, you ever drive by that place and see the amount of people that are waiting in line? Mm-hmm. It's fucking insane. It's so crazy. I'll I'll again I'll take fucking Wendy's chicken sandwich over that shit. It's it's okay. It's whatever. But I'm not I'm not gonna disagree with you there. I agree with you on that one. The Five Guys thing is what's throwing me off, man. I think they have the best burgers around, but that's just me. What's your take on it? Where, where your burger places rank? Um, I'd say they're about equal. And Johnny Rockets kind of fucking gets low-balled. They used to have a good burger, too. Oh, he used to, they used to have an awesome chili burger. I've only I had like Johnny Rockets like twice in my life. I like they, yeah. they have a... Like, if you had 25 bucks to go get a burger anywhere, where would you go? Twenty-five bucks. Twenty-five bucks is that for the milkshake, the fries? Okay, experience. Let, let, okay, no, let's, twenty-five bucks is, yeah. is an eating experience. You're getting just, fries. Okay, you're getting let's a just burger. say money's not. I'd enough, probably right? go to Wes's Rib House for a burger. A burger? Really? They've got a good burger. That be. I've like, never been there. Period. Yeah. Gun to your head. I'm like, fucking. You show. better tell me right now where the best burger is, and if I don't like it, you're dead. Where would you suggest? Uh McDonald's. Oof, this one's jumped the shark, guys. Uncle fucking doobie over here. No, what we, we haven't done as a fucking crew is do something like that. That wouldn't be bad. We should go fuck with Ralph's. No, was it, what is that place? Ray, is it Ralph's Diner? No, what's the big the fucking place we and you go? The uh, big, the crazy portions? Jesus, uh, why can't I think of it right now? Uh, Carl's. Carl's in Oxford. That'd be fucking, because even he could find, you can eat there. It's just a breakfast place. But the portions are fucking... Dude. Insane how big they are, and they fuck with you. Like the the waiters, like the waitress will come over and be like, "Oh, what's the matter? You can't can't finish it." Like she'll fuck with you. And like what they give you, dude. Legit, you get an omelet. It's a fucking four egg omelet that's bigger than the fucking plate that they bring it out on. The uh, he's got a conveyor belt that just brings in fresh potatoes that they cut up right in front of right in front of you to make hash browns with. You get fucking oh, what Ooh. the fuck was that? That's not fucking painful, dude. <laughs> That sounded like somebody getting whipped in the back with a fucking chain. <laughs> hey, you what's see, your name? You see, you see what? Yeah. 
cause regos to fucking change. <laughs> you, yep. see, you see what you see what woke him up here? <laughs> not fucking regos right the roots. <laughs> Shut up, Kunta Kente. Uh, My name is Toby. <laughs> oh, good lord! Uh, I bet you didn't think we were gonna reference roots today. I, Probably not. I, I for sure, when I woke up, didn't think I was going to be able to see Toxic Avenger 2 today. That's for sure. Goddamn sure. I also didn't think I was going to fucking hear the most painful sound and fart I've heard in a while come out of fucking Steve. That just It sounded like it hurt. That sounded like like whiplash happened in your oh, butthole. That was smooth sailing. I'm impressed. Especially because, like, <laughs> the little poofs that you were pushing out earlier. <laughs> I, like, I like those little cutie pie ones that are like, <laughs> poof. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Ed, the one I let go on the dock the oh other day. That was God. fucking good. How do we not fucking bring that up sooner? I got fucking Dude. people to leave the dock. Dude, the you best is... Have you, guys, have you guys ever... I didn't know listen, they were behind This me. is the best. Yeah, this is the best. So we go to Carbuncle Pond yesterday, which is way out in Western uh, Western Coventry on the borderline of Connecticut, oh, Rhode yeah, Island. Know, I know that. You know that is. Yeah, you guys have been there. So they have the dock there <laughs> that you can fish off of, right? So me, him, and my nephew, it's hot as fuck, obviously. So we're all sweating. We're all a little frustrated because it's hot out. We're sweating. Our gear is kind of being messy. My my nephew never been fishing before, so he's asking a million questions. I had leftover breadsticks for so breakfast. So this guy, he gets, well, what did you eat the night before? Tell us about the, oh, you didn't give us our, your review. I yet. had, uh, and I still do, have some Pizza Hut in my refrigerator and the breadsticks. From I the had one up the road. Some nice there. cold ones before I left the house. And uh, between that and the energy drink, it was sitting heavy in my stomach in the heat. Now, I'm assuming because you got uh, Pizza Hut, right? It's stuffed crust, right? Otherwise. No, no, it was just a regular pizza. Ah, yeah, yep. that's why it's gross. Gross. If, you, if you're not at least getting stuffed crust, you're just wasting your fucking time. If but you're I, not I getting stuffed crust, you don't go to Pizza Hut. Yeah, well, I mean, it was right there. So I honestly just wanted to see they, if they were going to offer anything, and it's they, Pizza Hut. They, they fucked him over too. He yeah. he got like a ten dollar deal online <laughs> or something, and when he got there, it was like fifteen bucks. Yeah, it was supposed to be like ten ninety nine or whatever, you know. Anyway, so that's how they get you though. They ask you. If so you we, want we go to the fucking dock sticks. or whatever, and we're sitting there and. Two people already there, this guy and his son, and they were, like, you know, fussing with each other or whatever because the kid kept on fucking rod up and saying anything. So they leave, and Ray's pole, something happened to it, so he sits down to try to fix it. He's getting frustrated because it's hot out, obviously. (coughs) And, like, I see these two girls walking down, like, and they're kind of, like, on the, like, the the bridge part of the dock that you can, like, walk out on, that you come down the path on anyways. My back's to him. His his back is to him, not paying attention at all. He's just fucking fussing over there. I'm like, I'm putting a worm on my hook, and all of a sudden I hear, Blomp! <laughs> like, dude, the best. <laughs> <laughs> fucking echo for at least a mile. The best I'm is, telling you, that was a the loud best, fucking listen, fucking The best fart. is, it's a wooden dock that he's sitting on, right? So, it's a it's a hard wood, it's just a dock. And he's got no underwear on. He was freeballing yesterday in his fucking gym shorts. So, he had like basketball shorts on. Like thin straight. basketball shorts on. So, he's got thin tightly fucking peeled to his ass up against wooden dock butt cheeks that are like you know when you're sitting down you're frustrated they're like pressed up against so it's already pressure so it's, you know it's gonna make a good noise and then it like the way he was sitting he was sitting on like the lip of the dock so that you can like kind of put your foot on or sit up against <clears throat> so he's sitting on up against that so it like traveled from his ass crack it through his tight fucking gym shorts and bounced off sonically off the fucking bottom of the wooden dock so it was like sounds a, like a bob lazar right now. yeah it was like a, it was like a fucking it was like a sound cove of like shit that uh reverberated and fucking magnified the sound so not only was it 
blop, but it was like blop off of a fucking dock, off of a fucking off of a pond. So like you could hear, like you know, when you hear a fucking duck quack on open water, and it kind of makes like an echoing sound when you're out there all alone. Picture blop off the fucking dock, and then I just see the two, the two fucking girls put their face up and go, and like <laughs> start to walk any other way, and Ray is like all fucking. Frustrated, but like proud of himself for the fucking the the loud noise that just came out of his butt crack, and then turns his head and sees two girls storming off, and then like immediately you can see the look on his face like shit. <laughs> like you thought it was just us. Now I was lighting him up the whole time we were there too. Nothing as good as the womp sound that fucking came out of him, but. Easily the highlight of the day. That was a highly pressurized fart. That was. Oh yeah, it was. It was like it, it was like building up in my stomach. I yeah. just had to get it out. Now watch me bring this home full circle. Would a fart like that surprise you? Didn't get ass rash. Ass rash. Yeah. Turns out the might, the band might have been called Axe Rash. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I was fucking. I no, was no, no. Cold. From from here on, they're Ass Rash. Oh, I still I still think that that's a band. You guys will probably be able to find on one of those crazy metal things that you guys go on. Probably. But yeah, so anyways, all right, uh, I think it's time to wrap it up. It's two hours yeah. and 42 minutes in. I think it's about time to close this show. Right. Uh, we've been talking about fucking food and cheeseburgers and all that shit now. Yeah. I think it's about time I go get myself a fucking double bacon burger or something fucking greasy. Yep. Because I fucking you. partied too hard last night, and I need to fucking get back to reality. So uh, fuck off, everybody, and have a fucking nice uh, afternoon. Yeah, back to reality and what you're about. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Your Gary. Wife can't you can't smile because you knocked the teeth out. That's the fuck. third episode now that we've referenced that. <clears throat> this time I didn't join in. All right, I think that means we're getting kicked out, and it's ninety-seven degrees outside right now, guys. Wonderful. Oh, so I can't wait to fucking shit myself I today. Wait, I can't heat. wait to get ash rash. Yeah. All right. Where's the fucking cursor? You gotta click the little button. Oh, the cursor's right here, motherfucker! You fucking walrus. See what I did there? Last 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 note there, Ray. Blomp. Peace. Hey.